across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello, dear listener. Ian Lee. Talk Radio. That's us. Um, uh, yes, 0844. 499-1000 is the telephone. Is that, is that our guest on that line there? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, the way the show works, I sit here, I talk about stuff. You can call in about it. So unprepared for the show. I needed to get some... Um, oh, go away, computer. I need to find out some information about our next guest. Maybe he can tell us himself. And you know what? I don't always do this because I know that some of you can be a cruel lot. So when we have a guest on, I don't always um, invite you on... To, to phone in and um, um, uh, comment with the guest. Sorry, the reason I'm sounding like I can't speak English is primarily because I can't. But I reckon this guest can probably take it. I, I've heard he's got big balls, big gojones, and I've, I've seen him um, I've seen him perform. So I suspect if you phone up and you want to, you know, ask him a question or give him some, I bet he could probably take it. Uh, 0844-499-1000. It's, it's, um, it's an honour. It's a thrill. Uh, Angelos Epithemeo, have I got the last name right, uh, Angelos? No, not even, nowhere near, mate. Not even, not even the right ballpark. Epith- Epithemeo. 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 No, I don't think you, I don't think you, um, you say it like what? that. Well, my name, I don't say my name like, like I say it. How do you spell it? E-P-I-T-H-E-M-I... Then it goes all a bit, you know, fuzzy at the end there. Uh, Kali Nikta? Well, it's a face, Kala? I can't. Um, Chaka. Now, Angelos. <laughs> if it... Are you okay? Yeah. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm just on that. Just up there. Up where? Yeah, up there. Okay, down now. Angela, really? yes, I'm ready. We're, we're doing it. We're in. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's give it both barrels. I tell you what, we're gonna do. For, the, oh. for no, for those for those who don't know your work, I'm gonna set the agenda. Oh, go on then. Well, obviously, I've come on to uh, plug my show. I know, but before we do that, we'll do that. And uh, my book. Uh, you didn't mention the book. Hey. You you didn't mention you had a book to plug. Well, I haven't written it yet, that's right. But I will write one, so I want to plug that as well. Where will people know you from? Oh, they'll probably know me from off the telly. Um, I've worked extensively with the Shooting Stars people, um, and I've worked on uh, all sorts of things as well. Um, like, like, for example... Uh, what do you mean? For example. Yeah, I'll work with him. That's no, for, for example, I mean, yes. uh, and I'm going to give you an example of an example. Um, oh, right, let's do that. Shooting yeah, stars. Guys. Shooting yeah, stars. Shooting stars, yeah, I was on shooting stars, I said that. I worked extensively with them. Yeah. I was on that show, I'd done the scores on it. 
and I was on the panel with it, and I had my own show actually on but Channel Four, which I'd forgotten about. You weren't you weren't the baby man, were you? No, I'll come after him. Yeah, I'll come after him. Okay, we've got um, a caller on the line. Would you mind talking to a caller, Angelos? What do they want? Um, well, uh, Alan, you're through to Angelos. Evening, evening, Angelos. Hello, Alan. How are you, sir? All right. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Birmingham in the West Midlands. Oh, yeah, I know that place. I've been there. Whereabouts in Birmingham have you been to? I've been to the West Midlands. Yeah, which part? I went to, um, Didcot. Is that near Coventry? I don't know. I think that might be near Coventry. You, you, you come from there, so no, you I'm will know Birmingham. better than I do. Who? I come from Birmingham. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, mate. Yeah, but I bought it was near Coventry. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, don't, okay, this is getting off to a really uncomfortable start. Alan, uh, Alan by the way, Angelos, uh, Alan is real. Alan, have you got a question for Angelos? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, what would, you, what would you like working with Davina McCall on Big Brother's Big Mouth? What would you like working with her? Yeah. He's really good. Because she is an idol of mine. Oh, right, okay. What What do you like about her? No, she's, she's very fun to be with. She's good-natured and she puts you at ease. Have you been with her, Alan, and did she put you at ease when you were with her? I've actually met her once yeah. when she was doing one of our episodes called Love on a Saturday Night. Oh, right, yeah. You was on that, was you, Alan? No, my Sue's was. Huh? Your what, boys? My shoes. Your shoes were? Yeah. Your shoes were on Love on a Saturday Night? Yeah, for their Meet Me on a Sunday feature. Literally no okay. idea what you're talking about. It, 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 was, it, was, it was one of the worst shows that ITV ever did. Okay. Alan, it, have you finished your, your questions for Angelos? Yes, thank you. Okay, mate. Yeah, ta Nice. Nice guy. Nice guy. Any called... more? No, not at the moment. The phones have not exactly lit up. Oh, well, just give it a matter of time. I, I will, um, I'll just sort of plug some stuff. Well, well, plug, can you plug stuff, and I don't want to get, you know, can you plug stuff that you've done, or, or, or that you're going to be doing, but not stuff that is just like a, a thought you've had? Yeah, I can, yeah, okay. What, now? Well, yeah. You've done this before. Okay. You've had your own TV show and stuff, and I've seen you do, do um, um, stand-up, and you're very, very funny. Yeah. So you know how this works. Oh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll plug it. I'll plug it now. Here we go, ready? Ready? I tried to plug it earlier and you told me not to plug you it. You tried to plug a book that you just thought you, you were going to write a book one day. Yeah, that's right, and I'll need to get it out there so people <laughs> are prepared. That's not how it works. For the idea, you you're, know? So let, let that sink in, let it seep into the zeitgeist. Right. Okay, so people want the book. People will, will want the book. Oh, if you heard Angelos is writing a book. Whoa, brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll start saying what it's about on Twitters. Yeah. And then I'll have a look at that. I'll go right. That's what they want. And I'll write. I'll write what it is what they've been asking for on Twitters. And then I'll have beaten beaten the system. How do you get on with Twitter? Because I'm I've unfollowed everyone on Twitter at the moment because I'm I'm annoyed with it. How are you getting on with Twitter? Oh, I love Twitters. I love Twitters, you know. 
Oh, I can watch all the programs and just sit there and make um, really funny um, comments about it, you know, and people uh, like what I say and they like what I do. Give it's us an example. Give us, so imagine you're watching Casualty. What, what would, give us some of the tweets that you'd send about Casualty. All right, I'll have a look at... Um, I'd have a look at what they was doing first within context of the show, and I'd say, "Oh, look, his hands are shaking when he's doing that. Um, when he's doing that operation there on that bloke's heart, I reckon he's probably got you know drunk." And then people will you know laugh at that, and they'll blow, they'll like it, and they'll retweet it. We've got a caller. We've got Barry from Watford. Barry, good evening. Hello, Hello. everyone. Hello, Barry. You all right, mate? All right, mate. How's it going? All right? Yeah, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Chip chop. He knows what he's doing, this Ian, doesn't he? And he's ever good, isn't he? I yeah, mean, for someone who's been picked out of so many stations, he, he can still do it. Yeah, he, he still can... knows how to press them buttons, doesn't he? Have... I'll, say, I'll say. Yeah. Have you got a question, Barry, for yes. Angelos? Hello, Angelos. Have... You've done that bit. Question. We've done the hellos. Okay. Just trying to drive this on a little bit. Uh, yeah. Because we don't and normally have a guest at the start of the show, and I okay. remember why. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Ready? Yes. Hello. Here we go. Hello. Go. Hello. Go. Hello. Hello. Speaking. Hello. Hello. We're all speaking now. Stop. Uh, go. Hello, Angelos. Here's my question <laughs> for you. Have you plugged our show yet, or...? <laughs> I... Just going to plug it now, Barry, but he keeps stopping me from no, plugging it. I don't stop. I don't. Taking other people, getting other people on the phone. Speak to it. Tell him what it's all about. Right. I, I, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell him, Barry. I'm okay. trying to tell him, but he's he's trying to hamstring me. Yes, he is. is. Not, I'm not doing. I'm not doing a Paxman on you or anything. I, I've got you on, so we'll have a little chat. We'll find out a little bit about you. So you can't just come on and go, oh, I've got a podcast and I'm doing a live live tour and stuff, because people won't, might not know who you are. Yeah, well, I'm trying to tell them who I am. Well, yeah. But I'm trying to help you tell them who you are, because if anything, Angelos, and I, I, I say this with love, you're muddying yeah. the waters ever so slightly. All right, mate. Well, look, all they've got to do is just go online. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. All they've got to do is go online and type in, all right, and you'll see the thing you're in, and I'll, then they'll see who I am. And I'm sure I can't expect people to go on Wikipedia, my guests. It's uh, the other belly on the 13th yeah, of May. Yeah, thank you, Barry. On right. the 13th of May, and we're doing a show, me and Angelos. Right, and we're what... doing a show. Yeah. And what is, what is the show? Go on, you oh, see him. Well, what we're doing really is we're trying to tap into the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. Do you we're know what the zeitgeist into... means, Angelos? Yeah, we're tapping yeah. into it. What is what you? In... What's the zeitgeist, Angelos? What does that mean? German, German speak, German stuff. So you talk about German stuff? Well, no, actually, we talk about Chinese. Yeah. We got a spectacular Chinese opening, and we Barry. Yeah, it's ever so spectacular. It's all Chinese when we start. All Chinese. So it's, ra- it's a Chinese. racist show? No, racist. No, we, we love the Chinese. We're banging into them. We're Dang celebrating the Chinese. How dare you? i tell you what I'm going to do. Right, the, word, the R word has been bandied around a bit. Can I just take a quick break, right? And when we come back... Oh, we've what got... are you going to do? Sorry? What are you going to do in the break? 
Well, we're going to play some adverts, and then when we come back, we'll plug the yeah. show again on um, May the 13th. Yeah. Okay. We'll plug the podcast. Yeah. Oh, good. And, Barry, are you going to be sticking around? Yes, please. I want to read out some of my erotic literature. <laughs> All right. Stay there. Dan, we've got Dan on the line as well, wants a question. 0844 499 1000. Okay, right, it starts the show. We're um, uh, doing things a little bit differently. Uh, we've got a guest. We've got Angelos uh, on the line. Good Hello. 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 Can you hear me, Angelos? Excuse me. Hello. I don't think he can hear me, Kath. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can, yeah. Okay, just... Okay, uh, we've got Barry from Watford on the line as well. Hello, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. And you two do a podcast together. Yes. yes. I've not listened to it. Oh. Would one of you like to tell me what it's about? Come on. Barry, do you want to do that? No, you do it. Okay, I'll do it. Well, what we do with the podcast is we sit down and we talk about stuff for half an hour. Lots of things what have been going on, but mostly we're just trying to tap into the zeitgeist. Again with the zeitgeist. <laughs> what was what the, was the Chinese zeitgeist? They're yeah. the worst kind. They're deadly. Those ones. Oh God, man. Uh, okay, and so well, and you... we do cover a lot of subjects, so it's quite hard to just fit it all into a nutshell, you know? Yeah. Pick one sub. What was in the? What was the last podcast you recorded? Uh, you, you want to know the title of it? No. What was what, what was what was the what were the subjects in the well, last podcast? You, uh, let me what? finish. Let me finish the question. Oh, uh, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the guest. Oh. Angelos. He's he's on his own um, TV show, Barry. Um, <laughs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? Well, it's true. That's charming, isn't it? Yeah. It's charming. charming. It's, well, it's true. He's a celebrity, Barry. You're just some old, you know, <laughs> bloke that calls up calls me up and annoys me. What was in what were in the what was in the last podcast you recorded, Angelos? Well, it was all lots of stuff about um, Hollywood. I thought. And there was there would have been there would have been stuff Shakespeare. There was quite a lot of Shakespeare in it. So so it's a but bit yeah. And what else is in it, Barry? Oh, we've done the thing about manners. There was yeah, a, in the Daily Mail. Yeah. There was a, a you know test your etiquette. Oh yeah. And we've done the, all the, the Beatles, all the Lost Beatles song we've done. Yeah, we've right. done all the Lost okay. Beatles songs. We, we got, I think we got we got we got plenty there. Oh. You're doing a, a live show. This is in London, is it? Yeah, Lon this is in London. This is on the South Bank um, of London um, on the on the river. Next to the National Theatre, yep. and where all, all the hoity-toity, um, yeah. there's a big cow that's purple, and they turn it upside down, and they stick people in it for a month. Yeah. If okay. you had to go in, if you had to enter an animal, let's start with yeah. you, Barry. If you had to enter an animal, what animal would you enter, Barry? Oh, mate, we're talking about... Guys, oh, What do you mean, enter an animal? Emily, <laughs> you that was never proven. How dare you? <laughs> it's a charming question, isn't it, that? I don't like it. it. I mean, they I invite mean, you one of these things and then I they ask know. you that. Jesus. <laughs> Angelos, 
Well, what is it though? What is what is the animal? If you had to enter an animal, Barry, to save your family, what animal would you enter? Good question, you know. Oh, it's a very good question. You've got to do it, otherwise, your all your family die, including Dave, your son. Oh well. Oh, is he gun to the head time, mate? God blimey. Yeah. You must enter animal now, or we kill family, old man. Which animal? Uh, well, Bang! You've just had your son shot. Your son's just oh. been shot. Giraffe! Barracuda, oh. that'll give you no bother. Well, they wouldn't be looking at you, would it? I wouldn't like to see its eyes. It'd be up the neck, it's up there. It wouldn't be yeah. looking at you over its shoulder going, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Judging you. Judging you with those eyes. Yeah, you don't want that, do you? You want something that can't really turn its head? Yes. I mean, what would you enter? I'm gonna, uh, what would you enter, Angelos, if you had to, to, to protect your family? A uh, competition. <laughs> I meant an animal. So it was the same question. Uh, I just abbreviated it right. for time. Probably a zebra. Yeah. I mean, they're not. They're not easy to lay your hands on. One of them. No, so you'd, no. Have to, you, you'd have to go, you'd have to live either near... Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, oh, hang on, I've lost you, I've lost him. Hang on a second, hang on a second. Yeah, go on. Sorry, right. we, lo we lost you, Angelos. Okay, they're not easy to lay your hands on one of them. So you'd have to live yeah. either near a zoo or in a zoo or uh, in Africa. Dan's on the line. Dan, you've got a question. Is, question, is it for Angelos? It's for Angelos, but I suppose also for Barry. Okay, Dan, away oh. you go, mate. Um... Well, Barry's quite an old man, so he, he's obviously worldly wise. And Angelos, I believe, has some medical training. Um, yes. Now, now I've... What, what, medical tra what medical training have you got, Angelos? Yeah, never mind. Carry on, Jan. <laughs> Thank you. It, it's horrible. This surgery is interrupting, isn't it? Um, I had a cold, and now I have an ear infection. I'm in incredible pain, Angelos, and I really don't know what to do with myself. All right. Can What's you help me? Or do I have to phone Anna Rayburn? No, it'll be something to do with your bum. I default. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stick a pencil out there. Up my bum? Yeah. I suffer from IBS. Do you oh, think it's connected? What is, yeah. No, get yourself stood on the toilet bog. On the, right. on the, on the bowl of the toilet. Pull your pants down. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Turn your bum round, have a look in the mirror. Right. And see if, see if there's any, like, pink spots on it. Do that now. Oh, the, yeah. the problem is I'm, I'm, I'm quite a heavy fellow and I rent a house. I'm not sure my toilet can cope with me standing on it. Stick a pencil up it. Yeah, stick a pencil up it. Dan, the advice there is um, to stick a pencil up your bum. An HB. Yeah. Well, it should, should really be an HB, yeah. Can we just, you better just give a disclaimer, you know, you are oh, not yeah, you qualified. do, you do do that. I mean, I would just say, of course, this yeah. is pure conjecture. What Angelos yeah, recommends. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, a pencil I'm a doctor. doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really a lot of BM, BM, whatever they are, BMA doctor. I'm no. a witch doctor. No. But, you know... 
Give it a go with a pencil and yeah, try that because it does work. It does work. You'd be yeah. very surprised. Yeah, you yeah. certainly need to take your mind off it. Yeah. Good luck. Very the best of luck. Okay, Dan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good luck. <sighs> Anyone else there? <laughs> There's, Anyone else got any nobody, medical problems? There's nobody else. I didn't know you had medical training. I would have touted it as a medical hour. Very popular. Oh, he has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got lots of that. Okay. What's, what's in... I've, I know I've seen you, Angelos, and it's, it's very funny. What's in your bag? You carry a bag around with you a lot, don't you? Yeah. What's in the oh, bag? yeah, I do. Well, I've got my car keys in there. <laughs> um, I've got my uh, other keys in there. I've got my stationery, all my stationery goes in there, uh, and my super glue, and uh, I carry some nuts in there as well for, uh, you know, emergencies and stuff. So that's usually what's, what's in there, and then there's all other stuff on neck along the way. And this is all, it's like, it's, it's just a carrier bag, isn't it? Yeah, it's a carrier bag, yeah, it's a carrier bag. There's nothing special about it, but it's cheap, you know? Where did you get your break into show business? Because I'd imagine that yours is not a normal route into performing, no. Angelos. It's not the average route. No, I um, I uh, used to own a burger van. Did you know that? I know what a burger van is. Yeah, a van that sells burgers. Yeah. Did you know that I had one? No, this is I don't I don't know the story, so I'm asking it. Okay. Well, I had one of them, a uh, burger van. A burger van. Yeah, and it was a award-winning burger van. Oh yeah, and um, what awards did you win? Best uh, clean surfaces, best use of disinfectant, uh, best use of tea. Um, so, uh, so best, for the cleanliness, uh, not for the food. Okay, yeah. Most most level van. I won that one as well. <laughs> anyway, yes, Bob Morton. Come and have a burger up there, and he like he he, he got chatting to me, and then he says, "Do you want to come on my show?" And I said, "Okay, I will. Yeah, I'll come on his show." And I went on shooting stars, and then um, and then I and then I was on there for ages. Okay. And then I and then it all just went mental for me. Okay. And Barry, how did you meet Angelos? Well, we. We'd done a show for a, a ra- an internet radio station for a bit. So that's how you met. No, but how, no, but how did you meet him to do the show? Oh well, I used to do my in the bog at the Hundred Club in London. I was doing my popular bingo show. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he turned up. He'd done a bit of a turn. Oh dear. Yeah. And oh, uh, he had a bit of a turn. Yeah. He had a bit of a turn. And yeah. then uh, we done a show and ended up owing us three grand, so we started <laughs> doing our own podcast. Yeah, they did owe three grand, by the way. Yeah, they yeah. did. No, yep. I don't they know why do. they refused to pay us. I thought it was a very why good not? show. You very good show. Okay, listen. I think we've got time for one more call. We're gonna we're gonna try. And, okay, I, I can see that Russ is. Well, what else are you doing? Who me? Yeah. What I'm doing this. Well, what do you mean you think you've got time for one more call? What else would you be doing? I mean, there's well, nothing else to talk about, is there? No. <laughs> We're going to sk- have another call for you, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go in about three or four minutes. Oh, oh, OK. It's only for the first half hour. Sorry if I didn't make that clear. OK. You s- You sound disappointed. No, do, you, do you like, mate? Do you like... 
do you like? Okay. I'm just a puppet. Well, no, don't get, don't get a cob on about it. It's you, you, you're yeah, again... whatever. Just put the caller on, will you? We're, we're trying to contact him. His, his phone's. Oh, he's gone, is he? Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Probably, yeah. probably because there's a bit of an attitude coming from the guest. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on a minute. Oh. Uh, if I press what this, is she, what, how long is the show of yours then? One, it's, it's three. What is your station? It's <laughs> it's talk radio. Yeah. It's three hours long. And, Russ, you can say hello to Russ right. now, Angelos. Who's Russ? Hello, Russ. Hey, up, Angelos. How are you, mate? How you doing, man? You're a legend, man. Legend. How are you? Hey, legend, legend. You? Okay, I'm okay, I think, Russ. I'm okay, mate. How are you? Uh, not bad, mate. Not bad. I say it's uh, cracking, uh, cracking interview. I'm enjoying this tonight, you and uh, Ian and... Uh, is it Barry? Thank you. Where are you from? I'm from uh, I'm from uh, Staffordshire, mate. Staffordshire, Lichfield. Oh yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Have brilliant, you been, have you been there, Angelos? Nah. Well, what do you want? Just to, what do you want to ask? Uh, well, I was. Uh, you see, yeah, I've noticed um, in the past uh, Angelos, Angelos is a, a bit of lover of the the old carrier bag and. Um, He's a man after my own heart, you see. I'm, uh, I've got I've got rather a vast collection of carrier bags. Oh, uh, right. I, I wondered if you might be do- interested in in some swaps. Oh, yeah, definitely. What carrier bags have you got then? What what have I've, you got? I'll, any specialist stuff? Oh, oh, mate, telling you, I've got I've got I've got your quick save jobs, your um, state oh, bags. Yeah. You know, these are all on okay. mate. So, um, Budgins? Got any budgins? I'm interested in some budgins. I'm, well, I'm after myself. I've, I've, I've been okay. trying to get a budgins for a while. Um, Guys, this is this is this is not really going in the direction I wanted it to. So I'm going to say good radio, though. No, this is good stuff. It's not. So I'm going to. It's not, Russ. Thank you. We may speak later on. <laughs> You're spoiling my oh, brilliant. No, I'm not spoiling. Yeah, Russ. Give me a call privately, mate. We'll pick yeah. this up another time. No, well, that's th- it, mate. Nice one. Cheers, Angelo. Don't worry about them. Yes, sod you, Ian. Okay. I'll, I'll think, uh, think Angelo should take over this show. Okay, thanks, Russ. That's, yeah, that's Russ gone. That's, that's, we got rid of Russ. Right, so the, the podcast, people can get it. Where, where can they get it? On iTunes, I suppose, and Podbean and places yes. like that? Yes, they can get it on iTunes, yep. and they can get it on SoundCloud. And it's called the Angelos and Barry Show. Okay. So that's easy and to And if, if, if people are into zeitgeisty, Chinesey stuff, yeah, they yeah. will enjoy it? Yes, they will. Be, we'll be, they'll be right, it'll be right up their street if Have they're you, into that stuff. You sound like you've just got very, you, you got very tired all of a sudden, Angelos. No, mate, I am full of energy. I've just had a big line of drugs. And you're doing a live show, which of course we don't condone. No, we don't condone it, but it does help. We're doing a live show on Friday the 13th of May. Oh, unlucky for some. Yes. Unlucky for the, your audience. At the Adderbelly. Well, no, you never know. Bank. The Adderbelly. South yeah. Bank, yes. Unlucky for your audience. And, yes. um, and where yes. do you get tickets from, Barry? Uh, Adderbelly.co.uk. Unlucky for your audience. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, Oh, I don't think so. I don't think that applies to us. No. And then you're also doing a tour as well. Would you like to talk about yeah. that or not bothered? Yeah, no, we well, talk actually, about that. 
But, yeah, we're talking about that's in the autumn, okay. all around the country. All right, well, they're probably all over the place. Probably best not to mention it now, then, because people will forget. They've got very short memories in show business. Well, yeah, but we can come back on this show. I every don't. Week. Keep talking about it. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Barry, it's been nice talking to you. Bye bye, old chum. Wh- who is that to? Both of you thank and you. the man with the pencil up his bottom. Okay, thank you. And it's 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 certainly been thirty minutes, and I I appreciate your oh. time. All right, mate. Well, I've enjoyed myself actually. Well, don't say it so so defiantly. I'm glad you have. Yeah, no, I have. I have done. Yes, on balance, it's been very good. Yeah. Well, best of luck with the best of luck with the shows. Thanks, mate. And then we say goodbye now. Okay, all right, well, look, have a good time, and and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thank you. All right, mate. Lovely. Okay. Bye-bye bye now. Bye-bye, Angelos. Thank you. Bye-bye, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Thank you, Angelos. Yes, 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 yes. Bye-bye. Good night, Angelos. Hello? No, Hello? no, no, no. No night, everybody. No night. Good night, Angela. Hello. No, can you put the phone down now, please, mate? Because we've got to clear the line for the show. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Ta ta. Okay. Bye-bye. That was Angelos, Epithemate. Yes. No. Put the phone down. <clears throat> okay. Well. I never like having a guest at the start of the show because then it means I've got to work doubly hard sort of now for the next 20 minutes to try and get the show up and running again. Um, and I remember I remember why. Adam uh, Adam Buxton's coming on the show tomorrow. Yeah, he is. Um, I need to uh, apologise to everybody yeah. because although I told Angelos not to say a certain swear word he's fond of, yeah. I didn't warn against... Um, over drug references. We, we don't. We don't. I didn't condone, think I had to. We don't condone the use of drugs. We don't mm. condone the use of drugs. Of course, no. it's, um, I'm sure he was just playing with us and playing with our minds. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen him live? No. It's very funny. It's very funny. I've, I've not seen him live personally, mm, but I've heard but stories. But I imagine he's funny. No, I've watched the DVD, and um, I've that's met- not live, you know. Well, it's recorded live. There's an audience there, and mm. I've, I've met him. Well, I've seen times. him live then as well. Well, you've seen the DVD. No, I've seen him on the telly. That yeah. was recorded live, right? No, but the DVD is live. Oh. I don't think I've seen him live. Anyway, Adam Buxton's coming on tomorrow, and he might be in the studio. I'm not sure. He's going to come and record his podcast. He's interviewing me for his podcast, mm. which is um, uh, is bizarre, because he has, like, proper people on there. Kathy Burke and Louis Theroux and John Ronson. We all have slow weeks. We've booked a... a, a, a we've, sorry? We've booked um, a meeting room. How big are the meeting rooms? Big, those, those glass boxes downstairs with the long tables. Oh, beautiful. So he's going to be interviewing me at half seven. Yeah. And then I think he's going to stick around. He's either going to stick around and do the show from like 10 till 10.30 and then yeah. go, or we might pre-record it before. Right. I don't really want him hanging around. Well, we won't be able to go for a Chinese if he's there, or we'll have to take him. What, beat him up? You could do, he's a tiny fella. He's a nice fella, you won't want to um, beat up bad boxing. But it's going to be, the internet is a froth. With excitement at these two geeky blokes, you know, the butting st- heads, the, 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 the butting something, mm. uh, the streams have crossed for some people. I don't, I don't personally c- consider myself in the same league as Adam Buxton. You know, the, the bloke's brilliant. Um, but um, so that that'll be tomorrow's show. Yeah. Has Charlie Brooker got back yet? 
No, and I sent him another option because he said, oh, I could do Monday, but I'd rather do later on in the week. So I said, OK, we'll do later on in the week. Silence. So I said, or oh, next week. Silence. But I'm sure he will. Brock That'll do it. Has Danny Baker got back? No. He <coughs> sent me an email saying, right, Cass, when am I coming on? And I said, how about next week, uh, Tuesday? Nothing. And I sent it within <clears throat> seconds of him sending it to me, so he'd still be his computer. These celebrities. Wouldn't hey, he? What are these celebrities all about? Now, uh, uh, all of the topics for the show yeah. are on my telephone, which is being used to Periscope. So we'll, 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 we'll kind of busk it. 0844... 499-1000 is a telephone number. The way it works mm. for the next hour and 20 minutes or so is you call us, we call you back. And I'm going to sit here and then we're going to talk about... I'm not even looked at the papers. We'll sit and talk about stuff. Um, and um, you can ca- call in and talk about that stuff. You can talk about other stuff. At some point, and mm. not tonight, because I don't feel up to it, unless you guys want to. If you want to phone in and do it, you can do it. I don't, you know, I don't really dictate that much. But I want to talk about what's going on in the world which bit the bit that we were talking about about um i'm i'm getting a lot of flack on twitter for being a racist right that's fine because you're picking the wrong labels because i'm picking the wrong labels but then i'm also getting a lot of flack of 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 of, i am inherently racist because i'm a a 42 year old privileged oh oh no a 42 year old white middle class man and you have the privilege that goes with the that. privilege that goes with those things and i'm i am unaware of the privilege according to some of my critics even though you say you're not well i i am i i am aware that i am privileged mm. to what degree i am privileged i probably am unaware you're i think you're unaware of how much that entitled you to have an opinion um well i'm i well i am entitled to have an opinion well, but to, to other people i'm not exactly. entitled to have an opinion because of my privilege it would appear that we're not fully aware of the rules and and it's it's a it's a trend that's really i guess we are talking about it although i've not we can talk about it but i've not clearly thought out what my thoughts are mm. on it it's a trend that i thought had been hyped up by the media in terms of jermaine greer although she did say is it jermaine greer the Australian feminist Jermaine Greer, yeah, but she's fallen out of favour with the trans community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did say she did, you know, she said some stuff that was that, that, that was pretty out there. Yeah, but she's been saying it for years. Yeah. Um, and Peter Tatchell was the one. We should get Tatchell on, not tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll get Tatchell on. Peter Tatchell was the one who, um, as 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 I'm, far as I'm aware, has done more for um, people of different sexualities and different genders and uh, minorities, whatever they may be, than anyone else I can think of. I mean, when I say more, I mean, he's, he's had the bejesus kicked out of him. He's been knocked unconscious by, um, whose guards was it? Uh, the Zimbabwean, Mugabe. Mugabe's mm. guards. He, he went, went over there, didn't he? He went, well, no, this was in London, I think it was. I've seen the footage of it. It's incredible. I've spoken to him about it. He went, Mugabe's like on a state visit or something. I don't think it was a state visit. And he went and put him under a citizen's arrest. And the guards kind of, you know, rightfully, there was bodyguards, they roughed him up and pulled him, they pulled him away. Then I think he went and did it again, and they smacked him over the head, they knocked him out, gave him brain damage. He's got, he's got, you know, permanent damage. Mm. They, 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 they they duffed him up proper. And he's been caught up in this, um, growing trend, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, because I haven't thought about it properly yet, of, um, it seems to be younger people, early 20s, and when we're in our 20s, we are 
I think, and I remember hearing this when I was in my twenties, thinking, "Not me, Granddad." Now I am. We, we are, we are, um, we are more idealistic when we are in our twenties. We, we are. Um, we're going to change the world. We are going to change the world, and you, you, you see it a lot. And um, by by me acknowledging that, it means I have crossed over into into a different age group. Um, and he's been challenged, and I can't remember what his challenge was, but it was it was from someone in the the NUS, I think. Who um, said? Oh, said he was a racist. I think. Oh, I can't remember. I think she said he was a racist. He he wasn't um, um, no platformed, um, and he invi- He got in touch with her privately. He told me he sent her several emails saying, "I'd love to discuss this with you," and she wouldn't reply. And that again seems to be the thing. The young, the uh, Hannah Flint, the, the the journalist in the Metro that called me a racist. I asked her to discuss this on here, you know, as a public forum, and she blocked me on Twitter. Mm. So that seems to be the thing now. It seems to be a thing now. Meanwhile, you've got people like... Let me just clarify this. I just want to clarify. Sorry. It seems to be a thing now that you can... that, that, That we can accuse people of being ist in some way, but we don't have to back that up with evidence... And we don't have to engage in a conversation. In fact, we can blank them completely. Um, and I think that these things are getting bandied around way too much. Well, the thing is, that also gives power to the likes of Katie Hopkins, who just steamroller through it and say, I don't give a damn, I'm going to say it anyway. And they're not, she doesn't necessarily want to engage in a conversation. She's not thinking out loud and trying to better herself, is she? She's telling you what she's thought and what she's probably going to think in 10 years' time. Uh, I mean, um, I'm, I'm not. I'm refused to have her on on the show. As you know, we made yeah. that decision. At, at, but she's making a living out of it. Yeah, we had her on a couple of times. I had her on at WM, and of course, off air, she's delightful. You know, it's an act. Of course, it is. Um, but it's a really stinky act, and it's an act that I don't wish to provide any um, publicity for because it uh, uh, it is an obnoxious act. At least it was a racist act. And I'm I'm going to hold off using that word for the moment. Uh, but it's certainly a very obnoxious, and I think a very dangerous act. In that it um, well, it promotes some, hatred, and some people don't know the game, do they? No, 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 no. Of course, a lot of people take it on 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 Facebook. She's a pantomime baddie, right? Um, but um, not one that I want to particularly um, encourage. But don't you think that the other the, the first trend that you're talking about feeds that? Um, yeah, I do. There is a real sense of speaking to um, was that gentleman yesterday, Thomas, mm. and some of the people that I've I've, I've now blocked. I've, I've unblocked a couple of them on Twitter. Um, there's a real self a set. There appears to be. I'm really choosing my language carefully because I don't accuse anyone of anything because it's quite nasty actually when you get accused of something that you're not. There appears to be a real sense of self righteousness um, that feels to me to be misplaced and aimed at the wrong people. We shouldn't be attacking um, Peter Tatchell. We should be questioning what, what Greer said. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with what she said, but I don't think... <laughs> it appears that by saying something, the dismissive thing she said, that's undone a lifetime of, of good work, yeah. of really good work for women, for, for, for the world, but primarily for, for, for women. And the, the, a lot of the attacks seem to be coming from women. What about Matt Haig? Right, Matt oh, yeah, Haig yeah. was talking about talking about it. It was just a, an idea. Matt Haig's was a writer, floating. and he's yeah. written a brilliant book, uh, "Reasons to Stay Alive" about depression, and he's also written some other brilliant. But he's books also come under fire for that because it's not the same story for everybody, and he's not said that it's the same story for everybody. But of course, there'll be people who want to 
top trump him on you know their knowledge of what is right and wrong advice to give but the book he was mooting was a, was a book about um how you can on this i'm just going to set this up so people at home how can watch the you know this perceived manliness yes. gets in the way of men's health of yep. men's mental health yep. and he was given a lecture from several quarters on uh, how he had no right to have an opinion about it because he's uh, a white male with the privilege inherent in that. And that's just crazy. And the fact that a lot of people say, well, you can't, you can't be depressed because you're a white male. What have you got to be tr- depressed about? Mm. Well, that's like saying to someone, you, you can't have cancer because you're a white male. What he's, have you he, got to have cancer He's for? also been told that he's not, he can't possibly sympathise with feminists because he's not, he's not a woman. Now... I don't think that's what feminism's about. No, um, it's. But I'll probably get. I'll probably get some. Well, I know, and this is partly why. Partly why. Um, I know. I know. I've got. I've got. Why we're not allowed to have an opinion? Yeah. And maybe someone disagrees with it. Why have they got to lecture you about it? Why don't they have a conversation with you about it? Because they are right and we are wrong. Mm. They are right and we are wrong, and they believe that very strongly. And this is partly why I've taken a step back from Twitter. I'm not tweeting at the moment. I've, tweet- I've re- retweeted a couple of things there because I want to plug the show. A lot of people saying nice things about Angelos and Barry. And we'll go to a break in a second. But this is why last night I just was, was, was getting attacked from people, and there's a real sense of um, obnoxiousness. I blocked one woman who was being very obnoxious and rude. I thought Thomas last night on the phone, I thought he was very, very rude. Um, and I, I engaged in that. Uh, I, 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 I indulged him, but I thought he was very rude. And there's a real sense of um, we're young and we are right, and so we can be rude about it. And you couldn't possibly understand. I couldn't. I couldn't possibly understand because I'm not. I don't have the same education that, that Thomas had. Doesn't know what education I've got, and it's 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 more than just you know going to college. Um, and this is why I've disengaged from Twitter for a bit. I've unfollowed everyone. I, mean, I wasn't following many people anyway. But and there is silence. Silence. I've unfollowed everybody. I kept checking Twitter today, going, oh, there's nothing happening. Because I've unfollowed everybody. We have to do a break. Then we'll come back. 0844 499 1000. 0844 499 1000. Let's go. We've got some calls. Let's go to Simon. Yes, Simon. Hello, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right, Simon. What you got for us, boss? I wanted to talk about monkeys at safari parks. Um, yes. I went to the safari park today with the kids. Yeah. Um, and went through the monkeys. Obviously, you can avoid it. Yeah. Um, but the children wanted to, to see the monkeys and yeah. get them all climbing over the car. Yeah. I came out of the monkeys without any parking sensors and <gasps> no back wiper. Right. I've got right. some knowledge of this because I used to work in a safari park. I think they are building a car to escape. Yeah. They worked out how to pick out your um, black rubber bits, that's for sure, because uh, I used to often see people walking back in with bits of their car in their hands. The problem I have is that the um, the keepers were laughing. Oh, well, it you know, does. They, it does say. Yeah. Because we've done the the, the monkey run, and it's uh, everyone likes the monkey run. But my car's low rubbish. Don't care what they take. Uh, it does say drivers enter the monkeys at their own risk. It, it does, but you know, is is there not someone that should be taking responsibility from the zoo? What shooting them with a tranquilizer dart or something, uh, and then getting your parking sensors? Maybe chasing them with a broom. Chasing them with the broom. Um, I think the thing with safari parks is they try to keep it as natural as possible. So but broom chasers, yeah. Apart from that, but broom chasers would disrupt the natural habitat sensation that they're trying to foster so much. Mm. The but thing is, you took the risk, Simon. Let's be honest, right? You... Let's be honest. You took the risk. You went in there. You were hoping that you get to have a good laugh at the car in front having its um, its rubber rim taken off and the the aerial ripped off, didn't you? And you, unfortunately. <laughs> 
you were the car in front that that was yeah. being done to. The problem most though, it's not just a rubber rim, it's parking sensors, you know, that's like, that's going to be like £500 worth <laughs> of damage. Oh dear. And, and the bigger problem is I've got to go into work because it's a company car. Mate, well if it's a company car, it's covered then, isn't it? Not for monkeys. Oh. <laughs> what, what, what excuse can I give them? I can't go in and say the monkeys did it. <laughs> yeah, well, alright, you, well, you say it was robbed. You say someone robbed it. Uh, I do, I do work in Liverpool. Oh, oh stereotype! It's Kelvin McKenzie. <laughs> um, th- did the kids enjoy it though? Yeah, they loved it. There is something thrilling, it. right? And we've had this, and we love it. It's, uh, the thing, it, well, there's something thrilling about driving around very slowly, knowing that you hearing something scampering across the roof, and having a monkey sat, sat on um, the the, the um, wing mirror. There's something very special about that, yeah. isn't there? Uh, well, there was. Oh. There was. Yeah, it's kind of left me with a, uh, a hatred for monkeys now. Well. Right. Um, I would suggest, um, dressing your... How old are your children? Uh, five and twelve. Right, dress them up in monkey suits, suits and take it out on them. With a stick? Yeah, why not? Broom. Oh, um, oh, broom. It, they're very expensive, these safari parks. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, th- th- for the four of us to go to, um, is it Woburn? Yeah, that's where I used to work. That's like, what is it, 100 quid, 120 quid? It's, it's, it's a lot, it's of, a lot of money. And then you've got, you Crazy. know, if you, if, you, if you forget, as we did, because we just went on a whim the last time, we forgot to take pat lunch, then you've got to pay for the food, and it costs an absolute fortune. Yeah, I used to work in that canteen. <clears throat> as a student. Sandwiches are like six quid? Yep. Made by the well, likes of me. What what do they do with all this stuff though at the zoo? Like all the old carpets. What Mate, do they do with them? Do they put them on eBay? You've got to let it go. You've got to let it go. They should have a, um, like a bit at the end, like a lost and found <laughs> for <laughs> cars. When you go in and go, yeah, that's my windscreen wiper. That's my um, uh, g- rear indicator. That's my youngest son. <laughs> and you, you you claim the stuff back. Simon, can I? I've, I've come up with a name for a band. I want to start a band. It's either going to be a band or it might be. It might be. Do you remember um, the Chippendales when they were big? Right, I think that was a prerequisite, wasn't it? Yeah, I think steady on. I think it's time for like um, for for something else, something new, something new, a new dance Nude. troupe, new dance troupe, right? And I've come up with the, with a great name for it. Go on. We're going to call ourselves Manhole. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh God, no! Manhole. Manhole. We're going to go and see Manhole tonight. Simon, do you want to be a, do you want to be a manhole with me? I'm not sure my manhole's big enough. It doesn't matter. Do, do, can we try and not make this smutty? This is a this is a, 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 a genuine it's idea. Artistic. It's artistic. It'll be, it'll be a dance trip. Yes, there'll be some. There'll be semi nudity. And when I say semi, I think you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Simon. We're going to take it to the next level, and we'll um we'll, we'll call ourselves manhole, <laughs> and women okay. can come and see manhole. I've seen it before. And I'll, I'll, at the start we'll be wearing a manhole cover, and then the cover will be removed and it'll just be manhole. You in, are you up for that, Simon? Will, or is that a crazy idea? Will, will we have our own special talent as well? What, what, what would your special talent be? Oh. Do you remember, right, I used to work with a bloke called Justin Dealey, right? And he told me, do you know where I'm going with this? He told me, Kathy used to work with him as well. Mm. He told me, he went to like a sort of hen night, party at a discotheque or something it wasn't right? a disco it was a bowling alley wasn't bowling it bowling alley right <laughs> it was a bowling alley and there was a stripper right <laughs> and he do you know what his special power was simon huh? he could tie a chair to his penis and lift up the chair with his penis wow i mean flipping it 
If that if if that can work, then manhole certainly can work. Okay. Well, I'm going to go give that a go. Try and lift a chair with your penis, Simon, and let me know how you go. Don't. He's had a bad right. enough week. He's going to do Good lad. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, no. Carl's online. Yes, Kyle. Evening. <clears throat> Excuse me. What would I be doing if I was in the uh, the band? Well, I don't know. You, you've got... Listen, guys, I've come up with a name. I've come up with the concept. You've got to come up with your special powers. This is, tonight, this is one of tonight's phone-ins. What would your... Um, uh, we're gonna, if you want to audition for Manhole, 844 we'll call you back. Um, but you've got to have a solo... Sp- like the Spice Girls do. They have a little solo bit, right? When yeah. I saw the Spice Girls, they all did a solo song. Apart from Posh Spice, right? Oh. It just catwalks... Up the, the stage and, and then back again. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. And the Mel um B her, she got a bloke up from the audience and she did a, a lap dance for him. Oh, she did. Oh, flipping heck. Flipping heck. But he could have lifted a chair with his willy. <laughs> Kyle, what would your what would your um your thing be? Well, I do have a serious point, but I was gonna say Glockenspiel. I don't think that's what we want in Manhole. Yeah, was... but you don't know what I'm tapping the... Uh... Thank you very much indeed. I think we do. What was your... Um, uh, what, what do you want to say? Yes, that's how, that's how we have a conversation. Talking what of, do you want say, to say? Talking of serious what points. What do you want to say? Oh, the serious... I couldn't hear then. Sorry, Ian. No, the bit was... So I've followed everything that's gone on yeah. from Twitter from yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And it's, it's quite bizarre. I don't know where my loyalties lay now because oh. I am mixed race. And then I've also I also had a stroke back in 2012. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it safe to listen to you? Are you going to start having a like pop at like? I don't mind. I don't mind. Well, disabled disabled people are on my list. Okay. They're on my list. I just not quite got my thoughts. What what are you putting that face for? That's the face of oh no here we go again. Face. I've only got a year's contract. That's the face. (laughs) Kyle, listen, this show... Thank you, Kyle, for that. I appreciate that. This show is open to everybody, right? And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this for the last time. I'm not a racist, okay? No, that's my stomach. My body has been making... If you download tonight's podcast... You'll hear a very strange noise. You will hear the... Str- I'm not going to spoil it for you, right? You will hear the strangest noise. A noise coming from a man's body you will never have heard before. Unexpected place. Une- for a noise. I, I, I created the noise. Yeah. I tried to create the noise, I succeeded, but it was, you will, a noise comes from there? Now, I've heard some things. I've seen some things. I've never heard anything like that. It's the podcast. I need a favour from you lot. I need you, if you're on iTunes, I need you to keep subscribing to the uh, the podcast. I think, I think this works. If you unsubscribe and subscribe again, and if you set up separate accounts and you subscribe and you get your, when your mates aren't looking, if you subscribe to the Ian Lee podcast from their account, all of that stuff, because we've sunk down to about sort of in the early 60s in the chart. Embarrassing, frankly. It's embarrassing. We, we were the internet sensation, now we're MySpace. And I don't want it to go that way. So if you could do us a favour, go on iTunes, even if you hate iTunes, do it for me, go on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, unsubscribe, subscribe, I think, I think that works. Talk radio. Ah, okay. So we, we, what we talked about? Well, we've talked about um, privilege and being offended and um, being able to talk about what you want to talk about. And we've talked about my new um, dance troupe, Manhole. Well, you're also going to compile a list of films that you will never ever see. Um, and um, oh, other stuff. I don't know. Whatever you want to talk about. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now is an excellent time to call while the news is on, and we will call you back. 
Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road is where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Okay, so that's the first hour done and dusted. I've not even looked at the papers yet, and I'll have a look at the papers in a bit, and we'll see what's in there. I imagine not a lot. And let's be honest, what times do the papers come out these days? I mean, sometimes, sometimes when I leave the studio, tomorrow's papers are there. So, so they, sometimes they come out like midnight. That's insane. How the hell do they know what's going to happen? This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. This is unlike any other phoning show on the radio at the moment. It may be like phoning shows that have been on in the past, but it, 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 this is unique now. As radio eats its own... Radio is like the human centipede, a film I've never seen. A teacher got suspended the other day for showing the human centipede 2 to his pupils. Of course, he got suspended. You can't, you can't start a trilogy on part two. You've got, you've got to start from the first one. Now, I've never seen the Human Centipede, and and actually, this this does tie in. This wasn't what I was going to say, but this ties in neatly to um, a topic I want to do: films that you know you're never going to see. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, or you can text eight seven triple two. Start your text with the word "talk." It costs twenty five pence plus your standard network charge. Um. Uh, oh, Yasser's kicking... Yasser, stop kicking off on, on, on Twitter, dude. You've done this before. 
don't do it now. We've got nothing to apologise for, mate. And I had this with, with Louise and I had this at LBC. Just stop it, man. Seriously. <laughs> Why is... Uh, uh, Twitter really is um, just an absolute arse of a place. I'm, I'm very close... I'm very close to getting rid of Twitter because it just annoys me. Um, it just annoys me. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I still not made my mind up. Anyway, um, so the human centipede, as far as I'm aware, the premise is a gentleman, a gentleman, that ain't no gentleman, so gets people, students, I'm guessing, maybe there's some old people in there as well, um, no, 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 it's fine. Um, and, um, sows, so he will sow the mouth of one person to, and I'm gonna say it, the bumhole of an, the next person. Is that right? That's the premise for the film. And as far as I'm aware, they've got three movies out of that concept. That's stretching it a bit. I mean, one movie is stretching it a bit, and it goes on, and there's like, I, I think he has like like 20 or 30 people in it. I don't know. I don't quite know. But it's a film. When I was younger, I would have watched The Human Centipede. Of course, 0844 It's a film that I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm never going to see it. I don't need to see... Faces sewn to bum, sewn to face, sewn to bum, sewn to face, sewn to bum, sewn to face, sewn to bum. Um, I don't need to watch that for, what are films these days? 90 minutes, 97 minutes, something like that. If anyone is, if you've ever seen the, um, uh, the human centipede, could you give me a call? 0844 499 1000. Don't worry, guys. We call you back. And, um, if you've seen the whole trilogy, that would be something where you've watched it, the first one and gone, whoa, that was good, that, but you know what? It's left me wanting more. I want to know what happened. I want more. I want more face to bum to face to bum to face to bum to face. Um, so, <laughs> 0844-499-1000. Films you're never going to see. Another film I know I'm never going to see... And I want to try and compile a whole blockbuster's worth of films that you and I are never going to see. Another film I'm never going to see, and I've seen three different trailers for it. And I feel like I've seen all of the best bits of the film by quite some way. Is that Eddie the Eagle Edwards film? I mean, really? Uh, I've met Eddie. I've I've filmed with Eddie. I think yes, for Watchdog. I think it was, or the One Show, or some rubbish like that. We filmed him ice skating. I cannot remember why. I don't remember what the story was. Um, and he's an absolutely delight. He's a nice bloke. The end. The he's a nice. I don't want to watch a film about a nice bloke. And I know it's you know it's well it's not even. Um, the small man triumphing over evil because he doesn't triumph you know it's it's, it's a triumph of, of human will and stuff but i just really it doesn't appeal to me and i'm I, i'm a pretty good judge oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand i'm a pretty good judge of knowing what films are going to be good and what films are going to be rubbish the dad's army film all right the flipping dad's army film all right i'll get some music while i'm talking to you here 
because I'm, I'm, I'm warming up now. Um, I hate Dad's Army. The, 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 the television series is... is, is I, I don't get it. Oh, you should boy. Oh, no, you lovely boy. That's um, A&R Fuckman. I don't get what's supposed to be funny about it. It's always just reminded me of, like, Saturday tea times waiting for Doctor Who. You know, it, 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 it it's that and nothing more. And so when they've been saying for ages they're going to make a film, like they were saying for years they're going to make an 18 film, and when that came out, boy, didn't we all yawn. Oh, wait, 444991000. And when they said that we're going to make a Dad's Army film, I was like, oh, flipping it. Really? I'm never going to see that. And I found myself at a real low point in my life where I um, had several hours to kill. I was stood outside a cinema and the only film that I could see, because it was on in like 10 minutes and I finished in time I could go and meet my mates, um, was the Dad's Army film. And it was only three ninety-five. I thought, well, there'll be a few giggles in it. There'll be a couple of chuckles in the Dad's Army film, won't there? No, there was there was nothing. It looked good. It looked brilliant, right? It was shot really well, and all of the characters looked like the people they were impersonating. And it was a great cast. Toby Jones, who I think is just one of the best actors around at the moment, he's brilliant. You watch him in The Detectorists, the guy's brilliant, and. Um, the old man that people like, and loads of people are in it, right? But it was utter, utter pony. I, I laughed once at a bit. I was the only person that laughed at it. The whole cinema was in complete silence while this film was on. It's full of old people. And as we walked out, I heard one old woman say to her husband, well, I thought it was going to be funny. Uh, and it just summed it up. So... 0844 499 1000. You can text 87222. Start your text, te- the word talk. Let's compile a list, please, of films that we have absolutely no intention of seeing. If you want to join my dance troupe manhole, give us a call. Let me know your special power. Uh, and you can call about anything else you want. Sam, stay there. Come to you after this. Oh, wait, 444 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Sam's called in. Yes, Sam? Hello, you OK? I'm, I'm, all, I'm all right. Here's the thing, right? I've had this cold, and the cold is kind of... I, it, it, it's, it's pretty much gone, right? But if you're watching right. on Periscope, I'm blowing my nose a lot. It's pretty much gone. But for the last two days, mm. I have been completely deaf. Not completely. What an idiot. A stupid thing to say. I've been really, really deaf in my yeah. right ear. A little bit deaf in the right. left ear, deaf, and it's, it's, it's all the tubes and stuff. And it's mm. been really... It, I've, I've never had it before. It's been very discombobulating. And I mentioned this on the show yesterday. And some pervert, some potential killer, said, Ian, here's what you need to do. Put some Vicks on um, a cotton bud. Uh, no, no on, on some cotton, a ball of cotton wool. That's the word I was looking for. And yeah. shove that in your ear. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this, Sam? Vicks in your ear? No, right. I don't really have ear problems anymore. Well, anyway. you will do. And oh, so okay. I didn't have any cotton wool last night when I went home, right? Right. But I had a tissue. So okay. I got some cotton wool. No, I got some... Ah! <laughs> right. I got some Vicks. I put it on a tissue. I put it in my ear. Yeah. 
Now, I don't think it fixed my ear. But it was the weirdest sensation I've ever had in my life. I've never felt anything like it. It was vaguely psychedelic. Um, Okay. I think, I think it felt nice. I think I enjoyed it. I'm not suggesting anyone does this. If anyone is is considering (laughs) doing this, boy, oh, boy. Maybe read the instructions. Um, Well, I condone it, but I'm not encouraging it. Um, right. And it was just the weirdest thing. It did not block my ear. I had a very blocked ear. And I had to be... Um, am I going to tell you where I went today? You know, you know I'm very honest, Sam, and I, I share a lot yeah. about my life. Yeah, I know that definitely, yeah. Am I going to tell you where I went today? Whisper it to me. No, no. Well, <laughs> no, I'm I'm t- I don't do know. It. I've been toying with it. I'm, I don't... I was in court today. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Right. A magistrate's court. And... I couldn't hear a blooming word that was said to me. And I just, when they, when they, when they stopped talking, I just went, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I couldn't hear a word to say. And and it was doing my nothing. So I went, I went to Boots and I, I'm always dubious. I thought I'm going to go, we're always told, don't go to your doctors, go to see the pharmacist. Go and see the pharmacist. Here's a question Mm. for you, Sam. Is Superdrug a pharmacist? They sell sandwiches, don't they? Well, so do boots. Well. So do boots. Oh, fair enough. Okay. But um, I don't know, really. I don't oh. know. I, I I don't know if Superdrug actually sells drugs or whether it's just hairspray. I don't know. I mean, Debbie I mean, Smith spells paracetamol. Is that a, um, a super? A, um, that does not count as a pharmaceutical supply. Fair enough. So I went. Um, I didn't well, go. I'm not finished. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We'll, 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 we'll get to the other calls in a bit. But I, it, now is an excellent time to call in, dear listener, because I'm, I'm could be some time. Uh, so I went to Boots, right? Because I thought, right, I'm going to follow the advice. I'm not going to go to the doctors. I'm certainly going to go to the hospital, but also I'm not going to be deaf. For there was a moment, right, when I was walk uh, when I was walking, and um, I thought genuinely because I'm quite anxious. I thought, oh. Maybe I'm going. Maybe I'm going deaf. Maybe this is what going deaf is actually like, and this is the beginning of it. And I, then I went into this horrible fantasy of not being able to do this job because I was deaf, and not being able to hear music. And how would I? And I, but I was thinking, Ooh. but I was thinking, but I could still do a podcast because I could talk, uh, um, and I could record my voice. It was very, very weird. Anyway, yeah, I mean, when you can't hear your voice, but but um, but when you're talking, it's be weird. It's like um, just. Maybe sort of, I don't know, disconcerting. I went, I went to Boots, right? And Boot, the guy, yeah. and the guy behind the counter was, um, the guy behind. Have you ever gardened at night time? No. George Harrison used to garden at night time all the time, and I bet it's delightful. Anyway, the guy behind the counter. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Anyway, the guy behind the counter is great, and he, said, he suggested two things. He says, right, take a decongestant tablet. Don't use the Vicks spray, because you're only supposed to use that for a few days. And he's right. If you use that stuff for more than three days, you're hooked. So I, he, gave me, and he gave me some tablets, and he said, how would, you, how would you feel about shoving a saline solution up your nose? I went, mate... That sounds terrifying. I said, I said it, sounds, it sounds fun. I'm desperate. I'll try anything. 
Yeah, and so I've got this, this saline solution. It's, it's in a spray can. And I keep squirting my nose. And it keeps... Hang on. No. It keeps shifting it a little bit. Mm. But my tubes, I think they're called my fallopian tubes, are bunged up. They're backed up with, I guess, mucus, snot, bogies, whatever you want to call it, Sam. Try and be mature about this. Yeah. Uh, and I am not as deaf as I was, but I'm still quite deaf. What did you call in about, Sam? Um, well, it's weird because I want to talk about depression, but the um, but the show has been fairly light-hearted so far, so I'm thinking maybe not. But I don't know. I just want to sort of tell people that you shouldn't hide away from it. You shouldn't, as in telling people about it, you should open up to people about it. Because a lot of people, especially my age and younger, hide away from the fact that they have it and they've experienced terrible things in their lives. And so my message really is to anyone who's going through it, know someone who's going through it, just be honest about it because, you know, life's too short to hide things away. And I don't know, I don't want to sound all preachy, but I just thought it was important. I'm not sure what the demographic of this um, station is. Oh, the funeral oh, march has got... Listen, this is this is just come on. I didn't play this. <laughs> This has just come on. No, hang on a minute. No, well, the thing is, you're right. Okay, we, d- d- here's the thing that, that um, people find shocking: the the biggest, uh, and I don't have the exact stats, but the biggest killer of young yeah. men is suicide. Yeah, suicide more than cancer, more than uh, 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 suicide is the biggest killer of young men in this country. A disease uh, or, or or a symptom of a disease of loneliness and isolation. Right, and there is an alternative. There is an alternative, and you're right. But talking about it is 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 good, and I'm a big advocate of um, calling the Samaritans. Yeah. Also, so um, there's one thing I want to say as well. Go on. Um, recently, I was fairly depressed. I broke up with my girlfriend, and um, I found that this is probably really basic. If you take the time that you're meant to be upset and do something. Positive, uh, not positive, physical or creative, it, it gets away the sadness because you're maintaining your concentration on something nice. And the, and the backing track to this conversation is really cheerful right now. <laughs> this thing. Well, no, no, and that works for you, and it doesn't yeah. work for everyone. Um, yeah, I find yeah. that that when I I can't always be creative when I want to be because of um because mm. you know the, the 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 depression is so big. Sam, thank you for that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pat's on the line. Yes, Pat. Hey Ian. Hey Pat, what you got, Pat? Yeah, I'm calling you up about this uh, movie thing. You know, movies you ain't ever going to watch. Movie. I want to I want to make a whole blockbusters full of films that we you know you just it's just you're never going to see. It. And if there is a franchise. That you're never going to see. For example, the Godfather trilogy, then that would be great as well. But what what have you got, Pat? Controversial, perhaps. Uh, well, first of all, let me say uh, I watched about um, six or seven minutes of uh, Human Centipede Two. Never saw the first one. Man, it's horrible. Did you sit down? Did you say you did see the first one? Uh, no, never saw. Okay, the first so you went one. straight. You went straight in for the sequel. That's an unusual technique when it comes to movie watching. Ah, yes, yes. What happens in... All right, spoiler alert, guys. I think we can do this, because I'm never going to watch it. What happens in the first six minutes of The Human Centipede 2? And let me let me just... Hang on a minute. I can get some appropriate music for this. Hang on, let's get... I want some... Um, here we go. No, 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 no. That's... Hang on a minute. Let's get some... Bring it. No, that's not it. Hang on, hang on. Um... 
There we go. What happens, Pat's going to tell us, what happens in the first six minutes of the human centipede part deux? Well, it's kind of been blocked out by, you know, just trying to erase the horrible memory of the thing. It's kind of a really disturbing kind of security guard guy who does some unpleasant things to people in uh, an underground car park, if I remember. And, yeah, you know, you really don't need any more information. It's By the way, all horrible. I've got so far, Pat, is there's a security guard in a car park. That sounds um, like a lot of that sounds like a lot of fun. There was a, there was a, um, a, a, a an ITV sitcom starring um, James Boland about security guard in a car park. Sounds good. It involves violence, but not an amusing way. Oh, unamusing violence! Did yes, you get to the bit where he sews a man's um, mouth to one's anus? I got nowhere near that bit. I thought, nah, this is just no. I don't need this in my memory at all. This has got to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Eject. Uh, the uh, one film I stopped watching, and because uh, I just found it, I like horror films, right? I like horror yeah. films, and I like quite gruesome films. And I was watching this with my wife, and. About half an hour into it, we both... I just looked at her and said, I'm not really enjoying this. Should we stop? I've since watched it. Yeah. Um, it's a film called... Oh, what is it? It's an Australian film. And it's these hitchhikers, and they break down, and this guy takes them... It takes them back to his place and says, don't worry, you can kip at my place, and he drugs them, and yeah. they, they wake up and they're all being tortured. That's Wolf Creek, isn't it? Wolf Creek. And the, the, the first torture bit, and I, we were watching it, and I just thought... This is this is what I believe they call torture porn. This is not in any way pleasing. I've since watched it, and that was that was actually the worst bit, and it's sort of all right after that. But yeah. it was a tough that, watch. That's one of these movies that you watch and you get to the end and you go, "Oh yeah, I watched it. I don't I don't think I ever want to watch it again." Yeah, you, you've seen it. You don't need to. You don't need to see it again. I don't. I don't know if I enjoyed it. There's no. certainly a pleasure in it. it. I, I say it controversial. The one I don't think I'm ever going to watch, new Star Wars. The new Star? You're never going to watch the new Star Wars? I don't think so. I've seen trailers and stuff, yep. but from what I gather, and if anybody's seen it, I, you know, possible spoiler alert, so maybe look away for 20 seconds. It's like... Like I say, um, this is unfair because I ain't seen it, but it's like they've done the first one again, and it's like, what's the point, man? No, 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 this, this is, let me Let me set the record straight, right? Okay. This new Star Wars film is not the same story rehashed of the first Star Wars film. I'll tell you why. The okay. first The first Star Wars film, what was that big thing they had to blow up? That was the Death Star. Right, this one, it's a Death Planet. Completely different, buddy. They've got to blow okay. up a Death Planet. It's bigger. Completely different storyline, Pat. Hey, I'm running down to get the DVD as I speak then. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah, I can actually... What's the phrase? Uh, paint the ghost's face with ink. Make a nightmare go away forever. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, you, like me, I remember you saying from years ago, growing up in the 80s, I w- was unfortunate enough to watch Threads. Oh, oh, Threads. Th- uh, Threads, God, is, Threads is, I think, from about 1984, 5, 6. 
It was on BBC. It's, uh, it, it's, it, I watched it. Well, I must have been about 14. Yeah. And it's about a nuclear bomb being dropped near Sheffield, right? Yeah. It is horrible. It scarred my... I was terrified of nuclear bombs. I still have nightmares about nuclear bombs going off because of threads. I watched it yeah. about six, seven years ago thinking, oh, this won't be as bad as I remembered it. It's worse. Yeah. It's worse it's than horrible. I remember it. The bit with the traffic wardens in the gas masks and machine guns. Flipping heck. Oh, man. But I tell you, I found, I, God knows how I found this, right? There, if anybody's never seen it, don't watch it. Don't watch it. it. Don't no, watch don't threads, watch. guys. You don't need it in your life. There, there is a, a tiny bit when the horrific detonation happens yeah. in Sheffield. And you can imagine, there's a lot of visual effects. And there's the huge bright flash and stuff. I won't describe it, but you'll know it, Ian, because you obviously saw it. There is a bit of what is apparently... Oh, God, how do I phrase this? A humanoid figure, like, in flames. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is... Why are you bringing... Hang on a minute. You said you were going to make this better for me. You're bringing uh, back the horrific images, Pat. Next should we talk about I, the woman I, I, who pees I, herself in the street. Sorry, sorry, but this will make it go away. Trust me on this. I don't know. That figure was E.T. What do you mean it was E.T.? It was an E.T. <laughs> an E.T. puppet. They burnt an E.T. puppet in threads? Yeah. Well, no, because now I'm going to have to watch it. To see if it's true, and I have to li- relive the whole nightmare. Pat, good, good good evening to you, sir. Good evening to you. Excellent call, Pat. Thank you. Andrew, stay there. 0844 499 Right. Uh, Andrew's on the line. Yes, Andrew. How do? Hey, Andrew. What you got for us, boss? A film I never want to see. Yes. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. T- tell me no. why. Tell me what the... F- you've never seen any of them. No. It's a whole... A whole franchise. Tell me why. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's child... I, don't, I, like, I like kids' films. I love like, Disney films, childish films. Yeah. Harry Potter is just... It's too... I don't know, wizardy. I don't know if that's the word, but... Well, do you... Do you um, if it's... It's very, very wizardy, yes. Harry no, Potter I, is a very wizardy film. I just can't... I just... I just do not want to watch it. I don't... No matter what, it's like you when you say, like, Stairway to Heaven. You say, no. Yeah. Me, Harry, but you say, oh, you know, you've got to watch Harry Potter. No. Sorry. Here's the thing, Andrew, right? Because I felt the same. I watched the first Harry Potter film years ago when it first came out on DVD, right? I thought, I see what all the fuss is about. I thought it was rubbish. Utter rubbish, right? So I dismissed it. And I've, I've, I've got many, many a good radio hour. Well, not necessarily good. But many a radio hour out of slagging off Harry Potter and mm. adults that like Harry Potter, right? And so my mind was set. And then I had kids. And they're six and four, and they asked about this Harry Potter. And I said, well, we got the book, and we were struggling with the book. It was a little bit too grown up, well, it was a bit grown up for the youngest. And I said, well, there are films. We could watch, we could watch some of the films if you want, see if you like them. And they went, yeah, 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 okay, great. Right. And they were really into Star Wars. So we got, I got the Harry Potter box set, all of the films, it was like 20 quid or something. And I watched the first one, and the boys loved it, right? And it was much better than I thought, but I still thought it was a bit rubbish. Then we watched the second one. The second one was flipping brilliant. It, I mean, it was properly, it was properly brilliant. It was a, it was very wizardy. So if if that's what you're basing your prejudice on, you won't dig it. But it was a proper 
kids' adventure film with uh, Jeopardy and a slightly dark... Well, no, more than slightly. A very dark side to it. Yes, um, um, Rupert Grint's twin brothers are the worst actors in cinema history. How they managed to survive the entire Harry Potter franchise, I have no idea. Because they are awful. I mean, absolutely awful actors. But the films themselves, Andrew, they're actually quite good. And as they go on, they get, they get, I mean, yeah, they get better. I think I've lost my sort of faith in films like that. Is when a mate said to me, like years ago, he said, oh, we've got to go and see, um, oh, what was it? Harry, oh, no, Harry, the, um, it's not the Twin Towers one. The, uh, what's the ones, the Gollum and that in, what's it called? The what? With Gollum and... Oh, the, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. said, oh, we've got to see Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. He said, I've read the books. Brilliant. Yeah. We went and saw it. First movie. Went and saw it. Three hours. Sat there and, I, and it was building up. Oh, this is going to be a fantastic ending. Fantastic ending. Yeah. And it ended. And I looked at him. He said, oh, no, it's a trilogy. And I, was, I thought, you sod. So you've got to talk three of them to get to the fantastic yeah. ending. Oh. I thought it was just one film. But he, he, he knew it was a trilogy. I was, my plan, I've never seen um, The Lord of the Rings, and I won't now, and I'm glad you've reminded me that I won't be watching those films. My plan was, years and years ago, I used to, um, um okay, let's say I used to, I used to, I used to like drinking, okay? Yeah, and my plan was for them all to come out, and I'm going to say drinking, because it's easier, um, that, wait for them all to come out on DVD, and then yep. do them all in one session with yep. a few beers on the go and enjoy it, right? And then I stopped drinking. <laughs> and I thought, and I haven't had a drink for 12 years, and I thought... There is no way I'm going to sit through about nine hours, because each film's about three hours long. I'm not going to sit through nine hours of that rubbish, stone cold, sober and straight. I'm not having it, because it looks tedious. You did Police Academy. I did. I, this, this is fair play. Well remembered. This is true. <laughs> Me and my friends, we watched all seven Police Academy films in one day. Yeah, we're it was, turn up late. Mate, it was like tripping on, on LSD, so I've been told. By the end of it, we were all like, we, uh, we couldn't think straight. And the last one, I can't remember what, what order we put them in. The sixth one is actually surprisingly strong. I think I put that my second or third best. The last one doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It follows no plot line or anything. It's just like they 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 gave up. Um, but yes, I did I did do that. But I'm not going to watch Lord of the Rings. That's good, Andrew. Your ear. Go, yeah, go on. Ear. Yeah. Is it your right or left ear? My right ear. It's it's not as blocked, but it's quite blocked. And I've been doing the thing where I hold my nose and blow. No. And it's not been doing much good. Well, I did. Well, I've done... I think it's probably wax or something. I fill a cup up with hot water. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, I've not started yet. Yeah. You put your finger in. Tip, 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 tip your head over. You put your finger in it and drip hot water into your ear. Yeah. And it sort of melts the wax. And every now and again, you, you turn it up the other way so it drips out. Yeah. I've done that on more than one occasion. It works. I don't. I don't think it's wax. I think it is. Um, it, 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 I think it's the tubes that are all blocked up. But yeah, my mum. I remember my mum when I had earache. You, you don't see people with bits of cotton wool in their ears anymore, no. do you? And that used to be a big thing: is that people would have co- you, you. You just see people like on the bus or at school or at work with a bit of cotton wool in their ear. Or a patch over their eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see that anymore. And my mum, I had uh, uh, earache, and she, this old school remedy, similar to yours, and she got boiling 
oil. It's supposed to be like warm oil, like ol- like um, olive oil, but I think yeah. she used vegetable oil, right? And it's supposed to be warm. You're supposed to pour it in, put some cotton wool in, leave it for uh, half an hour, and it loosens all the wax, and then it all f- kind of falls out. But she put boiling oil in my ear. Flipping! I, I, I would, I've never been in such pain. It was awful! But, but, so Andrew, I, I empathise, I sympathise with your ear, your ear, your hot water. I don't think it's that. Hang on. No, my no, it's, it's not going. It's not going. Rocky's on the line. Yes, Rocky. How are you doing, Ian? All right, Bob? I'm doing all right, fella. 0844-499-1000, if people want to call in. Yes, Rocky. Tell you what, that boy Andrew, he's spot on, by the way. I went to the doctor years ago. Yeah. With earache, right? And it, yeah, all bus oil. You heard of that, all bus oil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And they says, heat it up, blah, 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 just as he said. Now, I made the crack to the doctor. I says, what about chip fat? And the doctor says, that'll work. That'll work. As long as any type of oil, vegetable oil, sunflower oil, well, crisp then, and dry, dude. as long as it's warm, you well, get it in the lug well, and it breaks it up. Well, then but, my mum was on to a thing. Have you ever had so much wax, Rocky, that you've had to have your ears syringed? No, no, but I'll tell you what, I've always wanted to. Mate, it is, they don't do it so often now, they've kind of, they're reluctant to do it, right? And I, um, I, I had it done, I had it done about 14 years ago, I remember it so, it was so wonderful. Um, I was working... It's been described as mildly orgasmic. Yeah, oh, it's, it's psychedelic, man. I, I was at work, and it was, I was doing a TV programme, and I, I went in and I was deaf, and they said, look, you can't work like this, we're gonna get, a, we're gonna get a nurse in, pay for a nurse to come in, she's gonna syringe your ears, right? So I had to put drops in my ears for two days, and then the third day I went in, and it's it, it, all it is is they got a big syringe and they're just squirting warm water into your ear, but it's quite high pressure, right? And in, suddenly I heard a, and I could hear. And there's a there's a I remember reading years ago, and this popped into my mind. I remember reading years ago a Superman comic, right, where this guy basically beats Superman up and says, "I want your superpowers." He steals Superman's superpowers, right? And he's not just, through his ear. You know, not through his ear, but he's got Superman superpowers, right? And he stood there going, ah, I'm, I'm stronger than you now, Superman. And Superman goes, yeah, just listen. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I can hear an alarm clock. Or I can hear someone talking miles away. And then suddenly he can hear everything in the world and it drives him mad, right? And he, and he gives the powers back to Superman. I felt like that. I could hear, I could hear my trousers rustling as I was walking down the corridor. It was the most incredible thing in the world. <laughs> Love it. And it! I'll tell you what, changing the subject slightly, go films on. you're never going to see. Yeah, go on. Listen, what about this one? Do you ever use um, IMDb? Yeah, I love IMDb. If it gets right. less than 6.7, I'm not watching it. Right, well, you know what it's like, eh? You start looking at actors and then what's he been in and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, you go down the rabbit hole, yeah. Across this one called Bula Quo. B-U-L-A. Oh. Space. I'm, yeah, 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 go on. I'm, I've not seen it, and I'm, I'm going to see this film one day. Go on, tell, tell the ladies right, and gentlemen well, this, what it is. This is, this is the, the full-length feature film, which was made in 2013, yeah. which consists of status quo, yeah. um, playing a gig in Fiji, and they stumble across <laughs> a mass murder. <laughs> They're the only witnesses to this mass murder. And the whole film is seemingly, are they going to get off the island of Fiji without being uh, yeah. murdered themselves? So that is the entire premise of the film. I stumbled across it on IMDb, and I thought, nah. Why so, would you not want to watch that? Now, to me, to perverse me, that sounds just like the best film you could ever make. <laughs> I lo- I'm genuine, I'm going to watch that film one day. 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for your review. I'll wait for, <laughs> for your review, to be honest with you. All right. I'll, listen, while I'm on here, I just wanted to wish you all the best. I'm up here in, uh, I'm up here in Edinburgh. Um, so, obviously, you've uh, done your LBC and whatnot, and we, and we, we couldn't get you up here. Yeah. Um, due to the advances in DAB and whatnot, I've now got DAB in my cab. So I've now got access to talk radio, and oh, this last few weeks has been absolutely brilliant, oh, this show. Rocky, Rocky bless you. I, I, I feel uh, blessed that you've got it in your cab. And also in Edinburgh. I, I, I absolutely love Edinburgh. I've done the festival and all that stuff, but I've been up there when it's not the festival, when it's just, when it's just good old Edinburgh. And right. man alive, I, I, for some reason... I don't know if the 11 o'clock show was big up there or something, but when I go to Edinburgh, I'm treated like a king. So you should be. Well, yeah, of course I should be. But everyone's so nice to me. It's, the only problem I've got with Edinburgh, Rocky, is it always feels like you're walking uphill. There doesn't seem to be right. any downhill. Well, there's a saying in Edinburgh that when you go somewhere, you go up a hill. And then when yeah. you come home, you go up another hill. <laughs> it's true. And do you live in Edinburgh, Rocky? Or do you just work aye, there? Yeah, I asked in the south of the city, aye. Do aye, you, when... The city itself is built upon seven different hills. Yeah. Oh, and it's a st- it's a stunning city. I love it. Do you um, do the thing uh, when the festival comes on? Do you move out for a month and rent out your place for like two grand a week or something? Nah, nah, not quite. I know, I know boys who do that. Yeah. They stay in the city centre, but I stay, I stay too far out. out right. the city. Although yeah. within a stone's throw from from my house, there's a campsite, and I swear to God, it's absolutely rammed during the month of August. The, during the month, the, the month of August, during the festival, the yeah. population of Edinburgh more than doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I think I've stayed in that campsite because I've been to a campsite a few... The first couple of Edinburghs I went up there for, for like a week and I, I was skinned. So I stayed in I stayed in a campsite. What do, what do you think of it when the festival's there? Because I know it's a, it's a little bit of a cliche that the locals hate it, but I can understand why the locals would hate it. I'd hate it if my town for a month I, I, every year was nah, teeming with, with loads of people. Ian, I've got a theory on this, uh, and I think if you're local to Edinburgh, your attitude towards the festival is wholly dependent uh, on how you've been introduced to it. Right. right? I've got mates who, as you say, they'll say, oh, you can't get moving, it takes you it takes you an extra hour to get across the town, and tourists here and tourists there, right? I dare say, they're folks have made the same complaints to them when they were kids, right? Yeah. My mum and dad... They took me up to the high street, you know, the, the Royal Mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right? They took me up there as a kid at three, four, five years old, right? Yeah. And when you're that age and you're seeing fire eaters and you're seeing the guys on the stilts doing the juggling and the sword swallowers. you got the magic of it. Yeah. So, for every year since I was a kid, you know, you, you would, your yeah. mum would say, by the way, it's nearly festival time. And I was always like, yes, you know. Now, if, I, if it gets a wee bit more congested and whatnot, it's a small price to pay for yeah. having the world's biggest arts festival on your, on yeah. your doorstep, you yeah. know. Um, but it's a great thing. And I, you, should, you should do the show up here, mate. Uh, not this year. Let's see about next next year's next year something might happen. Hey, are you a fan well, of are you a fan of Limmy? So 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 so. Ah, you talk to him on on Twitter. I see that all the Yeah, he's coming. Life. He's coming on in June. I just, oh, just think of it, not because you're Scottish and he's Scottish, just because I know he's doing a show in Edinburgh, uh, uh, and that's why he popped in, into my head. He's coming on. Listen, Rocky, I've got to go, because um, I'm really late for a break. I really appreciate your call. I appreciate you following me around. I appreciate you getting a DAB radio in your cab. 0844-499-1000. Adam, Craig, stay there. Be with you after this. Got a man. 
Dominic. No, 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 I came in. I, I, I miss. I miss. The thing is, Adam, you missed the first beat and you're screwed. And that is that is why I did so badly on um um. Uh, what was that program I did where I, I pretended I was Will Smith and danced to get in jiggy? Pointless. No, it wasn't pointless. I was in dance to Will Smith on that. Um, and mm. what? What was that noise? Pointless. No, it wasn't po- pointless. No, it wasn't pointless. It was, uh, sure. let, let's dance for comic relief. And I had to be Will Smith. And I missed the beat, the first beat. And if you watch the thing, I'm out of sync with the other dancers. I was, was it you who fell off stage? Yeah, I fell off the stage during the first... <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. First dress yeah. rehearsal, first dress rehearsal, right? And I've got all this, like, sort of gangster gear on. And underneath it, I've got Egyptian gear. It's on YouTube, if you want to see it. And, um, I remember it. It was very good. The first, the first time on stage, because you practice in a little room. The first time on stage with all of the other dancers, right? And there's all the crew there and stuff. And I did it. And of course, I wasn't expecting there to be a massive drop off the stage. So I'm dancing, and the stage is about six foot up. And suddenly, it was the weirdest thing. I must have passed out for a second because suddenly I'm upside down, and I'm thinking, I don't remember this being part of the dance. And my face was burning because I was, I fell on a lamp on a, on a light, right? And suddenly there are people around me, and I'm going, I don't remember this being part of the dance. And they took me off, and I, I chipped all my teeth, I'd knackered my teeth. Oh, it's t- I'm going to show the periscopers my chipped tooth there, and there, and there's one at the back as well. That's a, it's a direct result of, um, uh, of a famine in Africa. So and that, I know, you probably can't see them as a result, can you? It would be a little bit churlish to yes. uh, try well, and claim some they damages. Did, well, they, they did say, right, fair play, they, they, they had insurance and stuff, and they said, well, we'll pay for you to get your teeth fixed, right? So we went, uh, they sent me to a private dentist to get this tooth, the, the three teeth fixed, right? £10,000. And I said, I'm not having that. Let, and the BBC said, that, no, don't, the BBC, don't worry, we'll cover it. I said, no, 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 let mm. me go to an NHS and see what they say. And I went to an NHS, he said, yeah, we can we can fix those, it'll be 40 quid. I went, I'll get yeah. that done. Admittedly, a month later, the, the bits fell out, and I thought, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter really. My yeah, days, exactly. although I might need to get my teeth done, fixed when, when um, my dance troupe manhole takes off. It's bad. Yes. W- would you be dressed in Egyptian dress? Do you think we could do? We could do. We'd have themes. We'd have different themes. So we'd have like um, saucy sailors. We'd have. Nice. We'd have Egyptians. We might have yeah. kung fu. We might do one to kung fu fighting. Yeah. We might do a little bit, bit of kung fu fighting, and um, yeah. So I think we'll have some themes. Do you want to be a man Medi- manhole, Adam? But I was thinking medieval knights. I think that would be a good dance troupe. Bit, I, bit of jousting. I, I, I'll be your choreographer, but um, yeah, I don't really want to be in it. No, mate. I, I'm case. not. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I don't need a choreographer, mate. Um, I've I've got the moves. Okay. Fair point. Well right. made. I've got the, what you got for us, boss? <laughs> Nothing now oh. because I was I was phoning earlier to talk, to say I'd, I refuse ever to watch Lord of the Rings or that yeah. whole and then. And was it uh, Andrew came on earlier and uh, kind of stole the wind from ourselves? So um, I was having a think, trying to think of anything else, and I thought Godfather. You're never going to watch them. You're never going to get around to seeing them. I, I know I want to, and I, I, I it's just they're too long. Got, the kids are never going to let me watch them. The, the thi- oh. How old are your kids? Six and three. Uh, yeah, yeah you, I mean, this stage. it's going to be a good few years. The first, the first two. I mean, the, the third one is. Oh, it's just awful. It's, it's like it's a terrible film. The first two films are bloody good films, mate. Really? You're miss. You are missing out. What, what, what everybody says about them 
is true. They are bloody good films. In fact, I might, I might, I might have problem. to, I might have to watch The Godfather one and two again actually because I've not seen it for a while. I know, but that's the thing. When everyone says they're so good, then it's, it's surely it's only going to disappoint. No. no, God, what the hell are you talking? Godfather one, I prefer two. Two for me is the only example where a sequel's been better than, to the, than the, the first one, apart from Harry Potter. The second one's better than the first one. But the, the, the second film is just, it's just, it's just stunning. The first one, first one's good, but it's like the, old, the oldie-worldie days, like the 1920s. I don't like the 1920s. Oh, and that's what you're talking about in the last hour of the show, periods of history you find boring. 1920s, find a bit boring. Don't like the clothes or the, I don't like the attitude of those people in those days. Um, but the second one is, is like, it's like a, it's like a good, it's a, it's a good gangster movie. Yeah, but the, and you see, there's a classic example where you should, you want to go in and watch the second one, but you can't watch the second one first because that yeah. um, goes against the laws of nature. They did a really, I remember them, like, in the uh, the early 90s, someone did a really weird edit, and they showed it on telly, do you remember this? They did an edit of, I think it was all three, certainly the first two, possibly all three Godfather films, because the, the, the first one, I think, jumps about in time. It's like set in the modern day, and then it goes back, and and, and they did it, they edited it all, so it was all chronological. Why would, mm. why would, why would anyone do that? Why would, I know what a good idea. You know The Godfather, it's really great, because it's like storytelling, and it goes back and forth in time. Well, let's get rid of that element and do it all chronological. What? Stupid. Yeah. Stupid, man. I did think uh, one other film that I'm definitely never going to watch. Yeah, go on. Zoolander. Zoolander. I can't bet. Is it any good? The first one. Funny, I like no. the I like the first one a really? lot. And I saw the second one and I was so disappointed because it was rubbish. And I'm scared to go back to the first one in case it's rubbish. Here's a good film, right, that no one else has ever seen. I had this on DVD. It's another Ben Stiller film, right? Mystery Men. Have you seen The Mystery Men with Ben Stiller? It's set in this weird sort of futuristic world, right, where there's these these sort of sad, lonely people that they want to be superheroes, but they haven't got any superpowers. I met William H. Macy as the shoveler. I also remember. And there's, um, um, it's either Keenan and, well, Keenan or Kel thinks he could, thinks he can become invisible, but they can't. They can't do any of these things, right? And then, yeah, and it's got Janine. Is it a bit like kick, uh, kick ass? Kind of. Eddie Izzard is in it as the baddie, right? Janine Garofalo's in it, who I'm madly in love with, although I suspect that that she would have very little interest in me. Who's that, Mark Ruffalo? I do like Mark. Mark, uh, Don't be silly. Everyone knows there's no such thing as a Mark Ruffalo. Sold that joke from Mitch Penn. Um, uh, uh, And Mystery Men, I remember, brilliant. And then uh, by the end of the film, well, spoiler alert, they all get their magic powers. But I remember it being funny. Let me go on to IMDb, because, I, as I say, if a film gets less than 6.7 on IMDb, I don't watch it. So let's see what Mystery Men gets, shall we, uh, Adam? Let's have a little... Oh, Craig? Hello, hello. Have you seen Mystery Men? Yeah, Pee Wee Herman's in it. Pee Wee Herman's in it! What's his superpower? Oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Mystery Men. I know he's not... Um... Posh on the thing. I think he's got a disease or something. Nineteen ninety. Oh, it only it only gets a six. Who's the oh, one that's fat? Who's the what? One of them has fart powers. Is that Pee Wee Herman? Oh, Pee Wee Herman's the fart. Yeah, he's the fart man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It. He's, he's called Spleen. <laughs> 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 oh, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna Hank Azaria, William H Macy, Janine Garofalo. Um, I'm gonna have to. Wa- I've got that on DVD. I'm gonna have to watch that. I think. 
Uh, Adam, thank you. Do you want to stick around and talk to Craig, or are you done, Adam? Uh, I'll bugger off for now. Sorry, right. this beer. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Ta-ta. Yes, yes, Craig. Well, sequel that was better than the first, Superman 2. No. It was. No. I am Zod. What was in the first one, then? When he spanned the wor- uh, world backwards to save... That was in the first one? Lois Lane. Lois Lane was spin the world backwards. The first one? Yeah. And I Zod was... three people from Zod. Yeah, I'll give you all. that. Yeah, fair play, I'll give you that, actually. Yeah, 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 you're right. All, f- all filmed in Pinewood, of course. They're all filmed in, uh, as my dad used to say, well, yeah, that's, Black, that's Black Park, that is. Amazing. That's Black Park. I'll take you there one day. He never did. Black Park. We drive past it. That's where they filmed uh, Superman, yeah, Black Park. Take Amazing. us in there. Let's see it. Nah, ain't got time. Do it another day. Thing is, because, uh, like, I'm, I'm 47, so... All right, mate, don't show When off. Star Trek came out, Star Wars and Superman, they yeah. were everything to me. Yeah. Because we only had teleprograms then. Yeah, yeah. To compare against. Yeah. So, I like even Star Trek 1. I love that film, just because... Star Trek was... 1 looks good, but there's no real story. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an hour-long TV special, stretched to 90 minutes. So, Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Come on, baby. Seeing Star Trek in high-res graphics, when you've only had the 60s TV show... Yeah, yeah. Blew me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, the, the rule with Star Trek is... The odd Every film, other, yeah, the odd films are rubbish. The even films are good, and it's it, it, it's pretty it's pretty accurate actually. Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, the comedy one, is is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, the time trap where's where's where Spock's you know annoyed on that bus by that bloke with the ghetto blast, yeah, so he yeah. does the Vulcan pinch on him. Oh, it's a great film. Yeah, I even like the Star Wars radio plays because we didn't have videos back then. The Star Wars radio plays. Yeah, they all did the voices. They did like a radio play of it, and yeah. that was all you could get. The Star Wars radio plays? Yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah, they did them all. Do you know what? Um, I've just found it. Tell you what, uh, Craig, we've got to go and take a break. Um, I'll I'll play it afterwards. I know they used to have those books, and I have one of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which is why I have such a special place in my heart for it, where it was like books for, like, six-year-olds, and it was Spock narrating it, and every time you heard the boop, you turned the page. And it was like, really, they managed to sim- simplify a 90-minute movie into about 15 pages. It was, it was pretty good. I'll tell you what I'll do. Let's have a little break. Then we'll have some news, and then we'll have calls straight to air. Talk Radio. Hang on a minute. Craig, what are you calling back for? I thought you had, you had finished with me. Yeah, I did finish with you. All right, I hadn't said the films I'm going to watch. Oh, flipping it. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll call you back. And All right. Then, oh, blimey, didn't it get complicated? We'll call you back. Oh, look, the Star Wars right, thing's kicking up. Uh, ta da. Call him back, Kath. Call him back. Deary me. And then we'll take calls straight to air. Craig, then calls. Craig, then calls. Craig, then calls. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is Mark Hamill. Once again, I play the role of Luke Skywalker, this time in the only radio production of Star Wars. Okay, Biggs, Wedge, let's close it up. We're going down that trench full drop. Right with you, boss. Luke, at this speed, will you be able to pull out in time? This is actually you fire? It'll be just like Beggar's Canyon back home, Biggs. Okay, we'll stay back and cover for you. It's up to you two to screen me from those fighters. My sculpture is a tower, but I can't see the exhaust board. It's almost sure like being there. Man, it'll hit it, Wedge. Hit it. Gotcha. Watch yourselves. Increase speed, full throttle. We're right behind you. R2, that stabilizer's broken loose again. See if you can't lock it down. Look out! Ah! 
I hope you join me on National Public Radio. You were right, Craig. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Oh, the best thing ever. You know, we used to buy books on the making of everything back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. India, well. Really, you know, black and white pictures in books. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're right, because it was black and white. It was arty. Yeah. It was quite arty. Hang on, I don't know if I've got the... Um, is this the music that I want? Hang on a second. Yeah, here we go. This is perfect music. Um, you, do you recognise this, this tune? Um... Here it comes. Is it on the recorder? Yeah. The Imperial Death March, mate. Not Amazing. Qu- not quite Can we as... Call a again? Yeah, yeah, we go. They're, but they're, they're, back, they're back in the New York groove. Go on then, Craig. What were the, we, we, we'll take calls straight to air. 0844 499 1000. What, what are the films you're never going to watch? Right. First one, Titanic. Here's the thing about Titanic. It was on about two or three Christmases ago, right? Yeah. And it was on, it was, you know, you, you, Christmas, there are films on in the background, and it was on, and it'd been like 15, 20 minutes into it, and I thought, I'll oh, watch a bit of this rubbish. Mm. I loved it. I loved it. Catherine joins me in the studio. I've seen it three times. Yeah. Twice in Spanish. And then I was really disappointed when I saw it in English. It was a lot less romantic. Yeah, well, I I thoroughly, I, th- I enjoyed it, Craig. Not interested in that romantic tosh. You don't like, oh, you don't like romance or sinking boats? No. Okay. Everyone's dead now anyway. Yeah. The other thing is, that's irritating about that film is that there's plenty of room on that door for two. Yeah, Mythbusters proved that. Yeah. They had him on, Cameron. <laughs> the Mythbusters did it, did they? <laughs> yeah, they had Cameron on the episode. Really? Yeah, and proved they could do it. Wowzers, yeah. well, then. She it? was a very selfish girl. Selfish yeah. young lady. I have seen the picture of her, woman. painted like those French ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Any other films, Craig, before I cut you off? Yeah, two, Exorcist and the Old Man. Oh, right, The Exorcist is rubbish. Two, I love how you say Omen. Say again. Exorcist and the Omen. The Omen. The Omen is a, is again is a brilliant film. It's got. I, I bi- believe. I believe in devils and demons. I ain't watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey! Wowzers! That's a reason. I mean, the, the Omen is genuinely uh, is genuinely horrific. I mean, we've all got kids we don't like. What is he? One. What is he? It's Gregory Peck, isn't it? Mm. What does he say? He's a great, he's a great. What's the, the famous Gregory Peck line? I'm Gregory Peck. I can do. I can almost do Gregory Peck. Mm. And then Patrick Troughton, I think the second Doctor Who. Does he get killed in the sand slide, or does does he? Spoiler get alert! Oh, it's, it's the film's forty years old. Old spoiler alert! Oh, I read. I got really into the Omen when I was about fourteen. I read all the books. There's about seven books. Oh, is it a book? Yeah, yeah, it's based on a book, isn't it? It's when they used to make films based on books. Rather than the other way round. Yeah, and then they, they all go a bit, 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 bit silly. And then, like, the Omen 4, I think, Sam Neill's in it. Why do you say own Omen 4 now? It's the Omen. What do you think it is? The Omen. It's the Omen. Like the Omen. Do you remember the Omen? No. They were on Jigsaw. It was an, another Doctor Who. Sylvester McCoy and someone else, the Omen. If you said, I think, six words with U in it, the Omen would appear. That sounds terrifying. Yep, yep, yep. So we won't go there. I don't want to mess around with that. Um, there we go. I know if I did that, it, it would work. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hiya. Um, three quick points. Um, one, um, I'm... It, it's me, Andrew. I'm with the 84. I give you the bad is, advice. Is that... Is that... Is a that point. the point one? One... Well, first point, my name is Andrew. 
No, no. It's about my first point. I'm the doo-doo gee the bad advice about the cotton wool bud and the vapour up. Oh, you told me to put Vicks in my ears? Yeah. It wasn't necessarily bad advice. It didn't work, but it felt nice. Yeah, it is really soothing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, secondly, yeah. Um, films that I'm really not interested in. I had Titanic as well. Anything with Jennifer Aniston and an ensemble cast, you know, where yeah. like some horrible love story. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how Jennifer Aniston, and I, I wish her every success in her career. But how come she's the movie star and Lisa Kudrow isn't? Yeah, yeah. maybe she doesn't want it. Yeah. She wanted it because she made a film and it. Yeah, sank. Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yeah, it, it sank without a trace. And Lisa yeah. Kudrow, of course, was the most talented of all the friends. I thought that was a good film as well. Well, Romy and Michelle. We all we could all name a good film that's done badly. Mm. I mean, I can't <laughs> think of any at the moment. <laughs> yep. Uh, any Steven Seagal films, they just look terrible. Oh, yeah. Exp- Expendables, one, two, and three, really not interested. Spice World, the movie, that looks awful. And I don't know if you're still friends with him, but any Ricky Gervais film. I have good. never seen, I've never seen a Ricky Gervais film, partly out of bitterness, but I'm being yeah. honest, partly out of bitterness. Yeah. Um, um, uh, and I can't, I don't, I, I might watch this, the, the the one that's on Netflix. They did a film for Netflix, haven't they? Special correspondent or something. Is there one called The Origin of Lying? Yeah, it, that was quite yeah, good. But it's not about it's, it's just, not about lying, is it? It's about no, religion. It's just, it's just Ricky Gervais doing his oh, he, oh, scratching his chin thing, and it's. But they're not lying. Know. But the thing is, because basically, it's a world where no one can lie. He invents religion. He, inv- yeah. he invent, but he invents lying. But then the things he says, what? It's not lying. No. I've got, I've got, I've got, after that, no more Ricky Gervais films. Okay. Well, um, be disappointed to hear that as he, as he, as he um, wipes Captain his Williams. ass with another $100 bill. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be bothered. And my last point is, don't don't come off Twitter. Don't li- listen to the haters. You... Well, the, the I, thing I know is... It's easy, I, know, yeah. I know it's easy to get wound up and stuff like that. But if you do that, they're going to think they've won. Well, no, no, that, but but if I if I come off Twitter, and I'm not saying I will. I probably yeah. won't. I probably. But if I come off Twitter, I won't care that they think they've won because the thing about Twitter I discovered in the past, and I've been reminded of today, is those things generally. Although sometimes they seek out into the press, seep out into the press. But those things and those arguments and those hatreds, they only exist within Twitter. So my yeah. mum doesn't know. I've got a load of people on, on, on Twitter saying that I'm a privileged white old dude and I'm a racist. She doesn't know that because she's not on Twitter. So in her world, that argument doesn't exist. Those nasty people don't exist. Those people that, that you know that I was blocking yesterday because yeah. they were obnoxious, they don't exist in her world. Yeah, it's like you versus the world. Part, so I don't... Yeah. I, I, I'm... I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to drop Twitter. It'd be very, very unlikely. I'll drop. I've got, got forty-seven thousand people, and I've got a CD coming out soon. It'll be insane for me to do that. Yeah. But um, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to follow anybody again. Well, just re- just remember though that you know, for all the couple of haters, there's hundreds of people who think you're doing a great job, and well, we enjoy your work. Andrew, and- you're very, very kind. I enjoy your calls. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand seven pence a minute plus access charge, significantly more from a mobile. Um, but it doesn't work like that, does it? It's like letting everyone text you. Yeah, it is. And um, and I'm not particularly well at the moment in, in terms of where my head is at. Where's your head? What's that song? Yeah, where's Where, your head at? Where's your head at? Your I like that a video for that with the monkeys with the man's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good video, good yeah. video. Um, 
And I think if you're feeling particularly vulnerable, as I am, people think it's like overreaction. It's not. I'm not well. And if you're feeling particularly vulnerable and someone attacks you in the way that this, this woman was attacking me last night, um, not the one who, who, who I think has written a blog, but I've since unblocked her, but there was another woman who was just being so snooty and superior. And, um, but she was the one that started a few days ago, wasn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it really upset me, and that's fine, and that's... I, I allowed it to upset me. And it got me angry, and it got me depressed, and it got me upset, and it... And I just... Last night, I said, I said this, I don't know. And so, I, I don't know. Twitter is a, is a weird place. I, I am um, rethinking my relationship with it, basically. 0844... 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Calls uh, straight to air. So, the question. Oh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Yes, line two. Hello? Hello? You're right, Ian. I'm all right. It sounds very funny again now that your mic's open, doesn't it? Doesn't you it seem... Okay. Yeah, go on. Yes, who is this? It's John. Hello, John. Do you remember me? No. That's a shame. That's, I'll be honest, that's a gutter. That's got me. Have we spoken before, John? Many times. Not like you care. Well, it's not anyway, that I the... don't care. It's, I just, I literally no recollection of, of your calls. That's fine. Anyway, the that's first that's time fine. I called up, I called up because you were taking a bit of stick off that naughty man, Paul, who was being a bit rude. Yeah. Right. Which, which man, so... Paul? Who was, bang on, who was Paul? It was oh, cool. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, yeah. he came to one of your shows. And he oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we're all we're all cool now. We're all cool now, guys. That's fine. But I rung up to take your corner, and I know you've been having a bit of stick recently. So I thought I'd call up again, and I'd say you're doing a great job, just like the man before me said. You're doing a good job. You know, I love this show, Ian. Uh, you know, it's in me soul. I can feel you inside of me. Oh. So that's all I want to say. Um, and, and, and last time I called up, it was about a week ago now. Literally don't remember that. Well, that's fine. Let's forget about that. Let's forget about that. You know, I've put that behind me. I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit gutted, but, you know, put it behind me. Since my dead wife died, um, I've got a bit of disposable income, and you and you said, buy yourself a computer. So I've done it. Hold on, I've got it. There it is. I've got me. I've got a computer, Ian. Hello. I've got a. I've got a computer. Hello. Got me to sing. I don't know the words. Hello. No. Okay. I'll just wander about for I'll just, um... I've got a computer. Ian! I don't appreciate this, to be honest. I've got better time. I'm paying for it. I'm paying for the nose for this. It says more expensive for a mobile. Speak to Ian! Speak to me! Speak! Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Seven pence a minute plus access charge. Significantly more 
from mobiles. Remember that, guys. You can call in at this point of the, sta- the show and do anything. I should also add podcasts. If you go to iTunes, download it, subscribe to it, or Podbean or any of the other places you get your podcasts. So, the question that my... Um, was it the six-year-old or the four-year-old? You told me it was a little one. Okay, it was the little one. Right. It's a brilliant, brilliant question. What was the first country that was built? Oh, blimey. Isn't it a good one? So, instant, uh, in, in, I went... Okay, I've got it down to, and this is this is this is racist. This is racist. Greece. So first of all, I thought Greece. Define then I thought built. Well, exactly. Then I thought. Then I thought Egypt, and then I thought China, but then like Persia, which is like mm-hmm. that's Iraq and Iran, isn't mm-hmm. it? Persia. That was around like ages before anything else was built. Is that what he means, or does he mean the first one that emerged? Because it weren't, wasn't all the land joined up at one point. And the world, no. Yes. Not all of it. Not all. Not all of it. What kind of nonsense? A substantial is that? part of it. Thank was. you. Thank you. We're already, already, we've got you down from the whole world. Listen, was joined up to a substantial part. That would have done for a four-year-old. Well, the, you're the, overcomplicating this. East Anglia was connected to um, the Dutchland, Denmark. Yeah. Is Denmark the Dutchland? No. It's you're thinking Holland, the Netherlands, Netherlands. Netherlands. I knew a Dutch lad for about six weeks before I realised he wasn't just posh, he was Dutch. Yeah, which was, I'm, I'm confused, excellent. I'm genuinely confused by these countries. So the Netherlands is, Ho- Holland, Holland is a country, and Denmark is Dutch. Separate, no, Denmark is Danish. Is it? What is Dutch then? What's the word Holland. for Dutch? Holland. Okay, <laughs> all right. They don't make it easy, do they, these No, 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 it's all led to trick. But East Anglia was part of Holland. Okay. That's why there's loads of tulips growing up in East Anglia. That's a fact. Look at you put in the face of a... Mm, I don't think that's done. It's actually a fact. All right, you insisting and pointing at me doesn't make me any more convinced. Well, I've had an education. Have you? Um, but what was the first country... That was built. That was built. All right. I reckon, but this might just be because of our classical education yeah. heritage. Yeah. I reckon we're talking Egypt and Greece. But I no no no. I, we were still running around like we're now on, weren't we? When they were I building massive things. Persia was around before Greece. Yes. Hello, line one. Kath. This is for Kath. Oh. Someone's digging out their spinal tap tapes. It was um, romantic. Listen, it could be happening to to you. Spinal Tap. There is a. I remember um, ages ago from a porn distributor in Miami in the early days of the internet. uh, There there was legend of um, um, like a 12 hour version of Spinal Tap. Legend of it. A rude one. No, no. Well, just, Why just, are they getting involved? Well, no, no. But, but then I, I managed to track it down from a porn supplier in Miami. It wasn't twelve hours. It was three videotapes, about eight and a half hours long mm-hmm. version of Spinal Tap, right? And 
it is hard work. And it was a bootleg. It was really bad. It was like a sixth generation. And it was f- it was funny, though. And it explains... You've seen Tap, haven't you? Yeah. I lent you. It expl- loads of the gags that are in Tap, they've got, like, bigger stories. Like, there's there's a bit when, um, in, in the, 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 in the, the release version of Spinal Tap, when they've all got, um, cold sores. Yes. And it turns out that the implication in the edited version is that they've been copping off with each other. But actually, they've been sleeping with the same groupie. And there's a whole sub-story as well about the guitarist they get to replace, um, um, uh, I can't remember any of their names. I can't remember their real names. Ian, Ian, um, I can't remember any of their names. McKeon. Michael McKeon is, is the blonde gentleman. Christopher Guest. I can't remember. Christopher Guest. Yeah. yeah. Eight and a half hours long. And that's what you got from it? I can't, it was, it was, it's a long time ago, guys. Um, smoking roll-ups. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Persia was definitely around before Greece. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Greece? Oh, they'd have you think they they did. I thought Alexander the Great went round there sorting them all out. But I suppose they had to be there to conquer, didn't they? Who was the Mongol? Um, oh, big hat, big big fella, yeah, big fella. I think he's in Bill and he's in Bill and Ted. Yeah, he is. It's not um, it's not Ivan the Terrible. It's not Custer. It's. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Mm. Genghis Khan. Don't mess with him. No, it's, no, it's Genghis Khan. That's his name. Genghis Khan. Right. Um, he was surely the first person. <laughs> as I said that, as I said the that, I meant it. To... Ever exists. Yeah. As I meant, as I said it, I meant it, and then I realised the stupidity of it. Yeah, because he would have battered if he was the first one. Eve. Um, it's a good question. Who, what was the first country it was built? If anyone can, um, can, can shed a little bit of the old light on that, 0844 499 1000, I'd be, be very, very keen to, uh, know. I mean, will you take their advice though? I mean, we, how, how much convincing will you require? Do you want someone who's, I don't know, trained in the art of reading books or what? Um... Like a historian, for example. Have to be historian. Well, no geographers, right? It's geographers. Uh, uh, more would would be able to give us the answer to uh, to that. So I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to find some appropriate. I'm sure we have plenty of those listening. So if that's you, I need to get some new music beds because I've 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 kind of. Um... <laughs> Because that's difficult to talk over. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not always appropriate. Hang on, what's this? You can hear what we say on LBC 97.3, and now you can read it, too, with our new series of books from LBC presenters. I'm Steve Allen, and in my book you can read about Britain's most bonkers phenomenon. So you want to be a celebrity. Baby, baby, baby! Oh, this is good. This is good. Love this. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. A caller reminded me earlier on um, of when I had my ears syringed. Right. And it was a joy. Well, it sounded like almost an erotic experience oh, where you were peddling it. Line one. Ah, yeah. Oh, it's a remix. A remix of Queens. Could be a mashup.
Thank you very much indeed. What was the what? I can't think of those. Oh, I, I couldn't quite grasp because it's not a particularly great phone line. What the what was it? It's a really famous song. It's not Queen. I'm not massive Queen fan. Um, it's, it wasn't the Who. Someone will let me know. Mm. Um, and I wondered what other medical procedures are there that are enjoyable. I'll tell you one. Finger up the bum. Right, I've never experienced that. Oh, yeah. It's so, uh, I've not had a finger yet, and I, I probably should. I'm 42. I should probably go and get that... N- not by a doctor. I should go and get that checked out, because you, you're meant to, aren't you? I don't know what they're looking for, a swelling, aren't they? It's your prostate. Um, they, I nearly said something that I probably shouldn't say no. even here. But they would get a swelling. Oh, God. I've had a camera up there, 13 centimetres. Wow. They take you out for lunch first, or no, straight in there? It was it was straight up there, and probably the do- don't want lunch actually before that. The doctor said, he pushed up a bit. And he said, right, the next push, you might find pleasurable. Wow! Don't be embarrassed. Completely natural. It's where the, the, the male G spot is, and it was right. And I can started to see what you know, what, what the attraction is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what other? Procedures, medical procedures are pleasurable. Well, I've heard good things about colonics, but I don't fancy that. It, it seems to is, be... I don't know if that's... That's not medical, though, is it? You wouldn't get a train... You get just get a woman to do that in a white gown. I was watching Gogglebox on Friday. Oh, yeah. And the Never mum, seen it. Never oh, seen oh, it. That's the only way I watch telly now. I don't... That's how mm. I catch up. And I sometimes watch things on there and think, oh, I'll watch the rest of that programme. Yeah. I think it's funny. Anyway, so the Malone mum was talking about um, going for a colonic and how it was really good for you. And I just thought... Every time I watch that family, they sit there and they've got about five massive dogs, all with hilariously human names, one called Dave, yeah. one called like Steve and Simon and yeah. all that. And in the middle, there's a, a poof. And on the poof... I don't think we're supposed to say that anymore. While they're watching telly. Oh, yeah. You know, like, my family, my mum might get a few biscuits out. Yeah. They've got, like, pies. Yeah, yeah. Um, a full selection box on there. Yeah. And you just think, how many chocolate bars are you going to have? I think yeah. if they perhaps... Ate a bit more fibre, they wouldn't need to think about hose piping themselves. Yeah. You know. Lime one, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, this is an old man called Barry who wants to come into the show tomorrow. But you, you have got a lot of uh, guests coming in, and yeah. a lot of callers, people who call to yeah, the program. That's right. And Barry has phoned repeatedly, begging you to come in. You won't let him. So I thought, as Frank is so brilliant with his Christmas. Song, this is a bit work. Barry, that might cheer him up. What do you right. Well, Barry. Okay, it's not the greatest line. I'm in a little bit of trouble hearing some of those bits. But that, that's me in another, uh, in another um, uh, life place. The Aztecs. Yeah. Oh. The Aztecs. Quetzalcoatl was he Aztec? Yeah. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. How, imagine remembering that. That's all. I oh, qu- there's some names there. Um, Montezuma. Montezuma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were like v- they were vicious. Yes, you don't want to get on the Skinning wrong side people of it. alive mm. and stuff, weren't they? Doing all that kind of stuff. Sac- sacrifices. The human sacrifice. They used to play this game that looked a lot like, um, it looked a lot like basketball, except it's just hoops, right? Yeah. And if you won, you didn't get, if you won, you got killed. And if you didn't win, you stayed on. So, um. So you're all going to get killed. Flipping it. And they used to have a whole season called the season of maize and beans where they just ate nothing but. Maize and beans. So you know, it was a hard life. Adrian is suggesting that a catheter is actually quite quite blissful. Oh, I've had one. I didn't like it. Uh, maybe maybe it's a different experience for men. I 
would be uncomfortable with it, but then once once you get used to the the freedom, um, I imagine yeah, that would actually be quite quite good. I must admit, when I had mine, I couldn't feel the lower part part of my no. body, so maybe that's why I didn't get the full whack out of it that maybe I deserved. I mean, the anaesthetic. The, the, if you have a general anaesthetic, that is very pleasurable. I had one when they had to sew my anus up. <laughs> I might have to rename today's podcast, you know, Bum, because that's all we've talked about today. Just, just talking, about, talking about the human body. Yeah. So, uh, all, all we're doing, Kath, uh, I don't know what your problem is. All we are doing is we're just talking, talking... about Bum. Well, we are just talking... Stick a pencil oh, out right, A little, little bit quiet. What was that, Barry? Stick a pencil out there. Yeah, well, that was the problem. Um, the And so I had a general anaesthetic, mm. right? And I at this point, hadn't had a drink or a drug for about 10 years, right? So I was like, I'm stone cold so- sober, right? So I don't rem- I don't really remember what it's like to be out of it. Mm. And you go in, and the first, they get, it's two injections they give you, I think. And um, she says, that the, 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 the anaesthetist says, right, the first injection is going to make you feel like you're you're a bit drunk. Mm. Flipping it. It was insane. All I remember is my eyes were just like, my eyes were just like <laughs> boggling all over the place. I was going, whoa. Yeah. And she said, the second one's going to knock you out. I said, just hold off for a second. <laughs> and she gave me the second one. And then you're out. And it's a weird, it's a weird general anesthetic because you're completely out. Mm. There's no dream. There's no thought. There's no, there's, there's nothing, you know, it's, it's. It must it, be the closest thing to being dead, surely. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's, it's time travel as well, you know. One minute it's eleven o'clock. Literally, the next second it's twelve o'clock. And what they do is they wake you up after the operation, Mister Lee, Mister Lee. Yeah, but you uh, don't come round straight away, do you? No. Because I remember being brought round, and my mum was there, and I was only a kid, and uh, she said, "Oh, I might as well go then." And I was thinking, "No, don't go, don't go," because I had to stay in hospital overnight. Yeah. I was terrified, and she went. I couldn't move, and it was awful. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking, why are you waking me up? I remember when my uh, the eldest, he would have been about four, and he he, he fell and he bit through his lip. Bit through his lip, right? So we took him to hospital. And they they tried to do it with local anaesthetic. Of course, he wasn't going to have it. So they gave him a general. And there's n- parents. There's nothing more heartbreaking than holding your child who is in pain and terrified as they give a general anaesthetic and their body goes limp in your arms. Oh. Flipping heck! And then they take the body off you because obviously you've got to work on it quickly. And someone told then the operation was done, and someone told us we could go and see him. And so I walked in with my mother-in-law, and he was still out of it, right? And there were all these nurses around him, s- slapping his hand and tapping his face, trying to wake him up. And they saw us, and they said, no, 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 you're not allowed in, out. And so we went out, and, it, and uh, you know, obviously, because it's quite disturbing, them trying to wake him up. It was, it was like, I was thinking, oh, my God, they've killed him. He's not going to, he's never going to come around. Mm. It was, it was heartbreaking. Awful. To see. But the actual act of going under is, was beautiful. Beautiful. In fact, any of the powerful painkillers. That's that's not medical procedure. So, oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Again, it sounds very it sounds very open mm. when you're um, with these microphones. It's, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's me again. Hey mate, Sorry. listen, talk to Kath. I'm going for a wee. Oh. I'm really busted oh. for a wee-wee. Can I right. your Yeah, question. All right, fair enough. Fire away, Sam. Hello. Hello. Okay, I, this, this story's really weird. Um, when I was younger, <laughs> when I was a baby, I had 
brummet to my ears. I'm not oh. quite sure what they are, but I, ha- I have them. Right. They're a thing you put in, aren't they? Rather than a thing you take yeah, out, like, adenoids. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, um, and I've had, like, wax problems for a while, just because I, 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 I wasn't too good at maintaining them. Anyway, um, one thing I, I don't recommend to anyone, but it is strangely satisfying. When you get a... Co- <laughs> when you get a... Um, a cotton bud and you take off the um like the cotton bit so it's, it's like a like the um it's a lollipop stick against yeah. a bit yeah and you use that oh he's gone he's gone so pleasurable with that experience the thought of that experience that he's completely gone so we'll never know or maybe we will maybe he'll come back maybe you can get him back Ed as I'm on my own and on this side of the desk and can't press any buttons so yeah, we'll find out more. I mean, it's thrilling, isn't it? So what have you had put in or taken out medically that was actually quite satisfying? Give us a call now. And uh, we will display it to the nation and talk about what a weirdo you are. Is Sam back? Oh, Sam. Sam's popped off. What have you done? Sam's popped off. He was talking about having uh, grommets put in and he said that he'd take the end... Listen to this, kind f- for what kind of a pervert he is. Yeah take the end off a cotton bud yeah. so he's just got the stick yeah. and he said and then you stick it and then it went boop I don't know where he stuck it I'm hoping I've, uh, I've lost my fobcast this is, this, is a, this is a security disaster I'll oh, we'll find it I've got the I found the, um, the the lanyard no that's not yours that's been out there for ages oh, it's case. probably on the desk oh in that, in that case guys it's not panic a over it, panic is over um I bet lancing a boil is nice it's, it's nice to have done. Yeah, you had to bring that up. Do you remember... Oh, so yeah. Do you remember when, um, one morning when we were at the BBC and I found loads of videos of people having, um, like, their boils lanced? Well, look, on the star... Big flappy bits of skin with pus coming out. On the star in the mirror and uh, papers like that and the sun, there's every single day there's a bit, you know, have a look at this video, the gruesome moment that a doctor, Dr Pimple lances something. Yeah. I mean, flipping heck. What is that? What? Is that, like, advanced... Bubble wrap. There is something um, delightful there about squeezing. I like popping this other people's. I don't want to see someone else doing it. No, no, no. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh hi. Um, just about medical procedures. Yep. One of the best feelings is following a filling when you've had the injection in your mouth. Oh and yeah. The injection wears off. Mm. Oh, oh, and you can start eating and drinking again. But that feeling, oh, it's lovely. But you have to enjoy the injection in the gum is one of the worst things of all time. It's, even when they put those cotton buds in with the, 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 the anaesthetic cream on, you can still feel a needle going into your gum. One of my enduring memories as a kid is being sat outside on a wall in Manchester, outside the dentist, while I came round. I was really woozy, and my mum said that for being a brave girl, she was going to buy me a custard. And that's what you got when you're ill. It's a, a custard. Cust- you know, like a custard tart. Oh, I used to make custard tarts oh. when, I was, when I was about 15. And <laughs> so you can manage it, when you got a drink the juice. Uh, when was the last time you had a filling? Um, about a year ago. Uh, oh. oh, so it's all yeah. fresh. It's all fresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do, you remember, do you remember they used to give... Oh, it sounds awful, isn't it? They used to give general anaesthetics... To um to kids when they're having their teeth taken out. Mm. My sister, they yeah. stopped it. Ju- I had a lot of teeth taken out as a kid. I had a very busy mouth, um, and they stopped it just as I was getting to it. But um and it was it was local. But um my sister had a gem- she, had, she had gas, I put just- a gas mask on. But they're not like that's a dentist doing it. Mm-hmm. That's dodgy, Bodsky. Yeah. I've got memories of the black mask 
coming down, staring yeah. down on my face and that horrible smell. Mm-hmm. And then waking up, I had my wisdom teeth taken up, waking up, my uh, partner had to chase me up in Bolton Road at Bedford because I was telling everybody not to look at me. And I was taking all my clothes off because of all the effects of the anaesthetic. So you said. So you said. You what, What's your name, Caller? So he said. <gasps> my name. Amanda. Ama- Amanda's a right little raver Amanda when it comes... Amanda the streaker. When it comes to dentistry, <laughs> you can't keep her down. That's outrageous. <gasps> Amanda, excellent call. Thank you very much indeed. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? You're on the air. <clears throat> I'm calling about the uh, satisfying medical procedure. Here we go. We, f- we found the level. We found the level. Go on. Yeah. A few months ago, I dislocated my shoulder <gasps> and um, had quite a lot of gas and air on the way to the hospital mm-hmm. which was nice and then when they popped my shoulder back in it's probably one of the most satisfying things I've ever yeah, felt. Yeah, I bet it I bet, was, was, were you in pain when the shoulder was out? Yeah And did, the, did pain. the pain go immediately once it clicked back in? It was very much reduced And could you hear, I, I find this fascinating, could you hear the, could you hear the click? There was there was a sort of popping sound, yeah. See, my dad dislocated his shoulder, yeah. and every now and again it pops out. Yeah, mine hasn't popped out since, but uh, I, f- I felt like it's been a bit close. Oh, blimey. Yeah, well, you're, 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 it's loose, you know, it's, it's, it's loose. Yeah. It, could, it could happen at any time. How did you do it? I slipped down the stairs. Flipping egg! Oh. I yeah. mean, and that... Oh, gosh. Is there any... Is there anything... Um, more humiliating than that thing when you slide down the... You're coming down the stairs at home, and you and you slide... And you know you're going to do it, and you slide down, and it's bam, 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 yeah. bam, right down the bottom. I mean, that has got to be one of the worst um, in home accidents of all time. Is that how you did it at home? Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm listen, it's, it, we, we really are... Thank you for that caller. What, what good calls we're getting on this. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi. Hello. Hi, wasn't expecting that that quickly. Um, it, it's about uh, medical procedures and um, yeah. how fabulous uh, <laughs> general anaesthetics are. <laughs> <laughs> Go, what's, what's your name? Who is this? It's Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Go on, tell us tell us your story. Well, no, it's just I had my um, gallbladder out four years ago. Yeah. And I've never had an operation before. Yeah, yeah. And um, the fact that a general anaesthetic gives you such an amazing sleep that, you know, I didn't want to wake up, basically. And did they do that well, thing where they're going, Charlotte, Charlotte, wake up! Yeah. Wake up now! Yeah. It's, yeah, and it's and so I rude. Kind of, I know, I know, and they grow, sort of, I sort of groaned at them and then went back to sleep again and... <laughs> Isn't it, knew I was alive, so... Isn't it you know? weird? I, you know, touch wood, right? I've, 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 health-wise, physically, I've kind of been pretty okay, and, you know, most of my family's okay. But, um, have I ever spent a night in hospital? Yeah, I did. I spent a couple of nights in hospital when I was about 17, so I had really bad glandular fever where I couldn't breathe, probably. And then they gave me the wrong pills, and they thought it was funny because I went the funny colour. Nice one, doctors. Thank you. But, um, it, it, uh, when I had my bum sewn up, it was, it was a day procedure, so... <laughs> Okay. Sorry. No, that's 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 fine. It felt no, like it, it felt like I was what? passing glass. That's why I had to have it done. It doesn't matter. Are you driving a baby? 
Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but it was it was done in the day, right? So you went in the morning and they did it, and and um, the doc. The, it wasn't the doctor. It wasn't even a doctor. I don't know what he was, right? But the guy that I'd been seeing, who'd the been examining my anus, he said, "Oh, don't worry. You're about to go to work that night." So I hadn't. Booked, I was at absolute. I hadn't booked the night off absolute. And then around about six o'clock, and I was off my head on tramadol, and um, I couldn't. I c- couldn't move. I had to find out. Oh, I won't be coming in. I think for a couple of, for a week. Um, but isn't it weird being in hospital, being in bed in hospital, and being a patient? Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you see it on it's... films and TV and you see you go and visit like your nan or your brother or something in hospital. But when it's you in hospital, I t- I it's just the weirdest it's thing. It's surreal. It's like being on casualty, isn't it? It's it's and, so odd. And when they're wheeling you about and you can just see the lights. It's like the beginning of casualty. Yeah. Is that the only yeah, time you've it... been in hospital? Um well look, I did have a quick Oh, uh, you were talking about giving general anaesthetic for teeth earlier on. Yeah, yeah. And I did have to have some wisdom teeth out, um, but that was a few years ago, and uh, I was a bit disappointed because I was only asleep for about three quarters of an hour. <laughs> yeah, you, love- you, you, you junkie. <laughs> Don't worry, I know a guy that's no. serving up. I'll sort you. I, my, um, uh, my biggest fear, because I had to have a lot of dental work, my teeth were all over the shop when I was a kid, right? And I had to have braces and loads of teeth taken out. And what r- tooth growing in the roof of my mouth was horrible, right? So I used to have a, I'd, I'd go to the dentist and the orthodontist a lot, and I hated it. And braces, I, it was so painful, I hated it. And my big fear, my real big fear was that I'd have to have wisdom teeth mm. taken out. Luckily, I think I had enough teeth, teeth taken out. I don't know if my wisdom teeth have grown or anything, but my wife had to have her wisdom teeth taken out. She's, she's got a phobia of needles. And mm, I sat with too. her. I sat with her, right? And I could hear the... Oh, don't... <laughs> Yeah. Because they seem to um, resist taking them out these days. I have a flare-up of my wisdom teeth probably oh. about once every year and a maybe a year Red, and a half. Take them out. They won't do the general anaesthetic, though. Oh. They'll do it under local. Well, they just give me um, antibiotics and tell me if it gets any worse. I don't They'll f- have to take them out, but they never do. I don't fancy that. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm 42, 43 next month, Kath. Wow. Um... No one, you, my wisdom, te- my, the time for my wisdom teeth has come and gone. Well, you say that. Oh, God. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's quickly uh, take this call. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, ain't a soul, ain't a soul for you. It's, it's pronounced anusol. Yeah, and other bum preparations are available, aren't they? Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Hello. Hello there. Have you ever had morphine? Sorry? Morphine. I have had morphine. Back in the day, right, 20 years ago, I had terrible migraine, awful migraine, and this is when doctors would come out, and you could call a doctor and they would come out, out of out of hours. And, um, I, I awful migraine, I was just, and I was living with this, this girl at the time, and she didn't know what to do, she was panicked, she called the doctor out, and he came round and he gave me an injection of morphine. Oh, you could see how people get fall into that well, trap. I had an operation and they gave me one of these things you could keep pressing it. <laughs> and oh. I'm telling you, man, I see lions, tigers, helicopters landing. It was amazing. Yeah. We're not uh, uh, we're not in any way <laughs> condoning the misuse of, of any form of narcotic, of course. But, yeah, when they give oh. you the little clicker, I'd be like, mm, yes, come on, son. Yeah, there's different class. People were coming to visit me and I was saying, get off the bed, there's a helicopter landing. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> It ain't been that good since I was in Amsterdam a few years back. But, well, yeah, I highly, 
Right. <laughs> I don't, thank you for that call. I, I, again, it's not a great line. I think they've changed the self-clicking medication. Why? Because it's very Moorish, and now they yeah, realise that. Yeah, I think there's a limit on on how. I think you can only click it like once every three minutes or five. minutes If you minutes do any more, an alarm goes off and they come and see to you. Um, yeah, they got some good. They got some good drugs there. Uh, I remember when I, I said, I don't really want any, I'm not really into strong painkillers, man. I'm, you know, can you give me something that's not too strong? And they gave me, um, Tramadol and Codidromol. Is that the name? Some, it's not quite the name. Something like that. And I didn't know what they were, right? I didn't know what they were. And so I was taking them for the pain. I was on another planet, man. I was, it was when, it was shortly after Lost had ended and we'd all been disappointed by Lost. And I was living a better ending for Lost. And I was in it. And I was in it. Just like, all right, okay, we got. Pity didn't write it down and all send right. it off. No, I remember what it was. It was brilliant. Basically, it was, they were caught in a loop. And it was them, they had gone back in time. Jack and Kate had gone back in time to send themselves to the island. They had to go to the island, but no one was going to make them go to the island, so they had to go back in time to send themselves back in... Flipping and half good. And um, then one day, I took one of these Tramadol. I've since looked them up. They're one of the most powerful painkillers you can get. It's, it's basically a synthetic um, form of heroin, basically. Blimey. And I took one of those, and I thought, I didn't need to take that, actually. I took that because I wanted to... And so I chucked him away. I thought, I'm not having any of that, that junk in the house, man. Mm. Who do you think I am? Who do you think I am, man? Who do you think I am? Is some junky man? What my, my Dramadol, my cold dad remote? Do you think I want some of that? Man, get out of here, man. Is it codeine? Um, I watched this programme a while ago, and it really stuck with me. And it yes. was about how, in America, you can get all these over-the-counter drugs that are really strong and quite addictive. Yeah. Um, and... You've got a whole generation of people in America, you know, quote-unquote nice people living in suburbia yeah. who are totally addicted to these these drugs. And often it leads them into, you know, illegal drugs yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. cheaper. Yeah. You know, obviously they've got private, not private healthcare, but it's not paid for. Yeah. And there's this whole thing, you know, you talk about 1950s America and all the women popping Valium and stuff. Actually, it's like that, but worse yeah. these days. It's the thing about, but the thing is, because they get it from the pharmacist or they get it recommended by a doctor in the first place. I think it's well, it's Elvis, isn't it? It's Elvis. Elv- Elvis would go out at two o'clock in the morning um, with the Memphis Mafia, his friends, uh, wearing a cape, and he had um, a badge, an FBI badge from um, from Richard Nixon when he turned up at the White House again. I think at two o'clock in the morning. That was to make him go away, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would he, uh, apparently he would go and bust drug dealers. He'd just like rock up in his like limousine where, where they were dealing drugs, and uh, all the while he was. He was off his nuts on pills, on prescription pills, you know, and he was taking a shed load of drugs. But because it came from the doctor, um, he uh, he thought it he was... He wasn't a junkie. He wasn't a junkie. Um, he wasn't an addict. And he, he was he was every inch an addict, you know, but no one would would say, uh, Elvis, you know, you shouldn't be... He would, because he put... He, he, you know he loved his food, right? Mm-hmm. So he put in a lot of weight. And then when he would do, he would do these little short tours or these little stints at Vegas, or like three three weeks. And then he'd have two weeks off, and then he'd have. The, and so he'd he'd finish thing, and he'd just eat, 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 and mm-hmm. he put on a load of weight. And then like three days before the the next stint, he'd just pop like diet pills to, so that he wouldn't eat. He wouldn't eat for like a week, and then he'd lose all the weight again. And so no wonder he died. His heart was was ruined. Well, it was talking. Well, he, of- he 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 checked in. He had to check in. Do you remember? He had to check into. Um, 
Oh, what, what Betty it? Ford? No, 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 no. Heartbreak Hotel. Yes! Come on, guys! You didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming. I saw that coming. That's me driving the uh, joke truck through that massive gap there. The joke truck. Can you reverse it and park it more responsibly? Yeah, I can. Hang on a second. Mind that child! There we go, that's better. That's a little bit more of an appropriate um, Thank you. parking scenario. And now there's, you know, I'm not believing anything about Prince until, um, I mean, I, be- I believe the secret sex dungeon. I would <laughs> because be dis- you want to believe that. I would be disappointed if Prince didn't have a secret sex dungeon in every room of his house. <laughs> Wouldn't be secret though, would it? It would be, every- there'd be arrows this way. To- I'm going to call every- it the living room. Every room of his house. Was a secret sex uh, dungeon. Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. by the way. And now they're saying um, that an addiction specialist was called, like, days before, and that he hadn't slept for... for yeah, but uh, the source I heard was someone who'd heard that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... Um, um, they were saying AIDS the other day, and now no. they're saying drugs and... But it was the National Enquirer saying AIDS, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. They always say AIDS, don't they, National Enquirer? AIDS. AIDS. One day they'll be right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's it's sad about Prince. But it'd be interesting to see how it pans out. If it's drugs, it's it's, whatever it is, it's sad. Mm. But if he was if he was genuinely addicted and couldn't stop taking drugs, that's that's um, that's heartbreaking. It is. Surprise, probably not. Um, but yeah, that would be heartbreaking. You know, because because what a talent. There's, there's, there is an alternative, guys. There is an alternative. Um, I think the phones have stopped for tonight, which is good, which is fine. Because we're being totes interesting. Well, no, no, it's because it's it, towards the end of the show and people, people are um, dropping off, switching off. You've got something trapped in your beard there. It's, um, is it cotton? It's a bit cotton from. Uh, I found a new unused hanky in my bag. All right. So um, uh, that'll be. Uh, that'll be that. That'll be um, that then. Um, oh, I, I, I feel like. I, I, I don't want to start looking at yesterday. These are now yesterday's yeah. papers. Are today's papers in yet? Don't think so. Go on, have quick, go on, have a quick. We've got, we've got four minutes. Oi! Oh! What happened? Bash it. My leg went to sleep. Well. That'll serve you right, doesn't it? That'll serve you right, eh? Serve you right. I do like the way the um, show just kind of winds down and that that's only right i think because you know talk radio continues throughout the night but it, it, it simulcasts with talk sport no papers yet no. okay um so it, I, I kind of view this as in, in, as kind of talk radio kind of kind of winding down and it's nice this is how the day winds down is you just kind of you know you start losing track a bit and start getting a little bit rambly don't you line one yeah you do it's charlotte again hello charlotte again I, yeah, I just wanted to ask, um, how did you um, damage your bottom so that it had to be sewn up? Good. That's an excellent question, Charlotte. Well done. <laughs> Are you ready for the answer? Um, the yeah. thing is, right, it's, a, it's an actual medical condition that's actually very common in men called an anal fissure. Okay. Right. I know a woman who's had that. Yeah, uh, it, well, you, um, you can get it when you give birth because you... Justin had it. No, it wasn't through that. What was it through? Well, she thinks it's through a certain brand of soft drink. Oh, no, she... uh, Yeah, it was a certain brand of soft drink that got her husband, Randy. She's not got a husband. Oh. Oh, right, okay. Well, well, they, you know... So, so backtrack. Um, how did it happen? 
I, I don't know if I'm completely honest, Charlotte, but basically, I don't want to go into details. Google it. It's flipping horrible, and it does feel like you're passing glass. I know, because I've had one. Hey, <laughs> Charlatan! <laughs> well, how did you, well, how did you get yours, then? Um, well, apparently it was through constipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember being constipated. Well, I, yeah, I mean, they, 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 when I went in and they, they get you to eat all fibre and stuff like that, but I was never particularly, I, I, I tell you what, I, I had really bad piles. Mm. Right. And I went and got those sorted, right. Uh, in fact, it was the piles where the guy, the, the guy said, oh, you better to go to work that night, and I couldn't, because I couldn't, I, they banded them, do you know what that means? Oh, blimey, well, like a, a lamb's tail. They put elastic bands around them Flipping for them to drop it. off, right? Flipping it, And it, Ouch. It, uh, and the thing is, we can have this conversation, because it's, it's weird we don't talk about this stuff, it's really, really common. Yeah. It's really common. It, it was, that was the time when I went in, and you, I was on the, the table with your knees, uh, your trousers below your knees, and you're on your side with your knees hunched up. And yeah. the, the doctor, turns out he wasn't a doctor, walked in with um, five y- other people. said, do you mind if I bring the students in? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, go on then, have a look. Um, and I think um, I think it, uh, it kind of all happened around about the same time. So, yeah, there was probably a bit of straining going on, I think. Because I probably participated, yeah. yes. yes. Did they shine a torch up your bump? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did mine as they, well. They, they shone a dirty torch <laughs> at my very, very clean, and I'm going to say it, beautiful rectum. Because they put that on the notes, of course. No! I remember when I was going in to have my baby, I made sure that I was in good, no. clean as a whistle. Because I didn't want them putting, you know, uh, you know, head so many centimetres, baby this weight, mother, flipping disgrace. Yeah, you, you've got to be careful about that. Is your, how did they do your, how did they fix your bum then, Charlotte? Um, great, that was a great question. I went on a trial of um, some cream that's now called Rectogesic. Yep. And it's got... Um, the same ingredients, you know, when um, people take stuff for angina and it relaxes your heart muscle. Yeah. Oh. The same ingredient is in the cream. Did so you have to? Ke- did you have to keep it muscle? in the fridge? Yeah. Yeah, I had that and it didn't work. Oh, it worked for me. Oh well, um, yeah. Well, you obviously my, had a very tight muscle. Uh, my mine was bigger. <laughs> mine was bigger than yours, Charlotte. Yeah, obviously. Listen, we got to go to it the end of the show. Thank you for that, and thank you for sharing that. On yeah. that bombshell. Yeah, exactly. On that bombshell. Um, that was a good show tonight. Yeah. A lot of, lot of new callers, or newish callers, which is brilliant. Thank you very much. A Re- lot of calls. Good start with uh, Angelos and uh, Barry from Watford. That's in the podcast, isn't yes, it? Yes, it think. is, yeah. If you missed it, the first half hour of the show, very, very funny. And the podcast will be available in about five minutes' time. Um, you go to uh, iTunes, type in Ian Lee, talk radio, and it'll pop up. You can get it in Podbean and all of those kind of places. And, you know, if you've got people that you think might like it, then you share it and all of that stuff. Tomorrow, I think we've got Adam Buxton on. It's all been a little bit vague. He, he, I'm definitely recording his podcast tomorrow. Just don't let him out. I will not let that tiny, hairy man out. Talk Radio. Digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.